You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. The Hispanic voters don't view themselves as closely connected to the immigrant experience and that their priorities are the same economic, education, healthcare, crime, and security concerns shared by most American voters. Politicians continue to adopt this false frame of what mattered most. A candidate who rejected this frame, as Donald Trump did, ultimately performed far better than anyone expected with Hispanics for that reason. And lower down from the presidential level, the performance of GOP politicians who paired their focus on kitchen table concerns with an attitude toward Hispanic voters that felt less like outreach and more like talking to any constituent reaped benefits at the ballot box. This development belied the assumptions post-2016 that many observers had about Trump's success, that it depended on a rapidly diminishing group of elderly voters who would soon depart the scene without being replaced by anyone new. This thought process suggested Trump's coalition was a temporary thing, a bet on a declining stock, and that the old bitter clingers would depart the stage soon enough, with a natural leftist coalition ready to replace it. This has quite obviously turned out not to be true. There's one more aspect of this that should not go unappreciated. The left's aggressive shift on culture war issues is absolutely a factor in the Hispanic move to the right. And this is important because it raises the potential that Democrats have exchanged their coalition of the ascendant, the demographic destiny that once was their guiding light, for a coalition of well-educated suburban white women whose cultural priorities look a lot more like Wendy Davis and less like any Hispanic mother. There's an entire set of people who thought that it was a good idea to threaten boycotts of Goya while going after those awful border agents who were whipping innocent migrants on the border. For shame, good old Joe Biden promised he'd bring them to justice. Of course, it turned out they weren't whipping anyone at all. They were just using their reins to do their job. This is the situation that the Democrats are running into at a amazing pace. They are really going to end up driving Hispanic voters out of their coalition in exchange for voters who have their own cultural priorities. And in doing so, they're setting themselves up for a disaster, not just this November, but in the long term. As America becomes a more diverse nation, as it becomes one where Hispanics uh, in particular have an outsized role in determining who wins elections, the Democratic Party has decided that they are going to reject everything that these voters value when it comes to the culture, when it comes to family, when it comes to police and law enforcement, when it comes to the stability of their communities in exchange for a cultural agenda that is not in any way one that will bring them into their coalition. This is foolishness. It's completely at odds with their own political priorities, but they're doing it because you know that it's where their donors really believe the future ought to be. That's something that is completely backwards. It's at odds with what they ought to be doing, but we should understand it as an opportunity for Republicans and for conservatives and those who have traditional values to make their case even more strongly. I'm Ben Dominich. Listen and subscribe to the Ben Dominich podcast, which you can find at foxnewspodcast.com. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. That's that little red right there. 
Hey, we'll be right with you. For Bianca's flower shop, spring orders and Mother's Day are a tricky arrangement. Hey, can I get help repotting this fiddle leaf? She needs to put the petal to the metal and find more florists. We're running low on daisies. How does that even happen? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This April, we stand with Stand Up to Cancer in honor of Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Month. In 2021, an estimated 66,000 new head and neck cancer cases were diagnosed in the United States. But there is hope. Stand Up to Cancer is funding groundbreaking research in head and neck cancers with the hope of turning all those impacted into long-term survivors. See how Stand Up to Cancer is helping to improve patient outcomes at StandUpToCancer.org. Hey everyone, you know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments, moments where we talk or walk or just hang out doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Dear John, uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. But when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. The news keeps getting more gruesome. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. Learning more about the suffering in Mariupol as Russia tries to conquer the Ukrainian port city. There are now new satellite images that appear to show mass graves as Ukraine accuses Russians of burying up to 9,000 people in an effort to conceal the slaughter that is taking place in that city. For weeks now, an estimated 2,000 Ukrainian Marines, along with innocent women and children, have been starving to death, some living in the dark tunnels underneath the massive Azovstal steel plant. Russian President Vladimir Putin claims he captured the city of Mariupol and that he ordered his troops to no longer storm that massive plant where people are holed up. Instead, troops will blockade the facility so that not even a fly can get through. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv, Ukraine. President Biden traveling out west yesterday, telling an audience in Oregon that Russian President Vladimir Putin is responsible for our high prices. Putin's invasion of Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all around the world. We saw that in the most recent inflation data. Last month, 70% of the increase in inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike.
because of the impact on gas and energy prices. But gas prices were rising well before Russia invaded Ukraine. It's House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy versus his own voice on tape. The New York Times reports that McCarthy said he might advise then-President Donald Trump to resign following the Capitol riot. McCarthy's office denied he ever said that. The Times then released an audio recording of McCarthy in which he told a colleague that, yes, he is considering telling the president to resign. America is listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. A New York City handyman now sits in jail, charged with stabbing Queen's mother, Osoyla Gall, almost 60 times and stuffing her body in a duffel bag. 44-year-old David Benola was taken into custody early Thursday morning. Police say Benola worked at Gall's house over the last two years and was involved in an on-again, off-again affair with the mother of two. Gall and Benola had rekindled their affair earlier this month, according to police, but broke it off and say Benola had come to Gall's home in the early morning hours of Saturday to confront her. Investigators also revealed that Benola confessed to sending a bogus text message from Gall's phone to her husband about a crime from the past and that his, quote, whole family would be next. Fox's Laura Engel. Two convicted killers were scheduled for execution in two different states. One of them remains alive this morning. The other does not. Carl Bunchen was given a lethal injection in Texas last evening for the 1990 murder of Houston police officer James Irby during a traffic stop. In his final statement, Bunchen said he had remorse for the killing and hoped that Irby's family would get closure. After the execution, Irby's widow Mora said it was an amazing feeling. Oscar Smith was scheduled to die in Tennessee last night, but did not. About an hour before his scheduled execution, Governor Bill Lee granted a temporary reprieve, blaming an oversight in execution preparations without specifying what. Jack Callahan, Fox News. In Florida last night, former President Donald Trump told the Heritage Foundation that Russia would not have invaded Ukraine if he were still president. With their monstrous invasion of Ukraine, Russia showed just how weak they think our leaders are. They would never have done that. Under the Trump administration, never. Critics say Trump was manipulated by Russian President Vladimir Putin. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. 
Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Maria Bartiromo, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks falling and erasing earlier gains as Fed Chair Jerome Powell aims to raise interest rates quickly with half a point interest rate increase on the table during the central bank's May policy meeting. The Dow falling 368, the Nasdaq down 278, S&P 500 down 66. And long-term mortgage rates have risen for the seventh straight week, climbing to their highest level in more than a decade. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac says the average rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage rose to 5.11% last week. And SNAP shares are wobbling in the extended set after the social media platform reported a wider-than-expected net loss in the first quarter, and CNN is shutting down its direct-to-consumer streaming service CNN Plus about a month after it was launched. The service will be ending at the end of this month and comes just day after CNN's parent company, Warn Media, was taken over by Discovery Communications. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Are you questioning Joe Biden's handling of the economy? Soaring inflation, higher taxes, $30 trillion of debt, and wild congressional spending? If yes, you'll want this new economic guide. The Iceberg Economy. Surviving a bloated market and a punch-drunk administration. Call Monetary Gold right now to get this free guide. It will help you protect your savings and preserve your retirement. Get this free guide by calling 866-443-4655. 866-443-4655. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.06 in the morning on the Friday of a glorious weekend, or at least scheduled to be a glorious weekend in Acadiana. 66 degrees in fair right now. Daniel Phillips says mostly sunny and 85 today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for Newstalk 96.5. KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette with details about Thursday's deputy-involved shooting off Pinhook Road. One person is now in custody in connection with that incident. It happened around 6.15 in the morning on Fox Run Avenue. According to Sheriff's Office spokespersons, Draper Harrison got into a fight with the deputy after the deputy approached him. The spokesperson says during the fight, Harrison grabbed the deputy's taser and tried to use it on him. That's when, according to the spokesperson, the deputy shot Harrison. Harrison then ran away, but deputies found him about three hours later. He was taken to the hospital for minor injuries. Harrison is facing aggravated assault, disarming an officer, and resisting arrest charges. Deputies also say Harrison has an outstanding warrant on drug charges. In Iberia Parish, the man wanted in connection with two Easter weekend armed robberies is now in custody. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. surrendered to sheriff's deputies on Thursday. New Iberia police say Thibodeau shot one of the two armed robbery victims in the head. Thibodeau is now facing an attempted first-degree murder, an armed robbery, and other charges. An Arneville man is now formally charged with the second-degree murder in the fentanyl overdose death of a UL student. The Lafayette Parish Grand Jury indicted Damian Bernard on Thursday. He's accused of giving a pill laced with fentanyl to John Therese Broussard. She collapsed on Jefferson Street on the night of October 23rd and died a week later. In a separate fentanyl case, the grand jury indicted Kermit Gobert on a second-degree murder charge. He's accused of giving Sadasha Darasel a deadly dose of heroin and fentanyl before leaving his and her children alone with the body inside a Karen Crow apartment. In Evangeline Parish, firefighters say hot clothes left in a pile or a space heater caused a major mobile home fire. It happened around 3.30 Wednesday morning. The fire was contained to the bedroom in which it started and to an adjoining bathroom. Both rooms suffered heavy fire, smoke, and water damage. The fire remains under investigation. In St. Mary Parish, Bayou Shen will be closed while crews complete work on the new floodgate. That closure begins on Monday at 7 o'clock in the morning and lasts until Wednesday afternoon until 5. 
Back in Lafayette, Councilman Glenn Lazard will hold a town hall meeting to discuss the planned renovations at Hyman Park. That meeting is scheduled for Monday night at 6 o'clock in Hyman Park's Rec Center's conference room. If you have any ideas or input on the renovations, they're most certainly welcome. If you listen to our Trooper Tuesday segments, you know that people in pickup trucks are less likely to wear seatbelts than drivers of cars. State Police now is going to step up seatbelt enforcement among those riding in pickup trucks. Kevin Gallagher has that story. Saturday marks the start of the week-long Buckle Up in Your Truck campaign. To make sure we're enforcing the law uh, as it pertains to people uh, wearing their, their seatbelts, particularly in pickup trucks. That's Louisiana Highway Safety Commission spokesman Mark Lambert, who says they're supplying police and sheriff's offices with grant money to make sure drivers and passengers are buckled up in a pickup truck. So if you're in the back seat, uh, you also uh, have to be wearing your seatbelt. The law pertains to you as well. Lambert says violators will face a $50 fine. I'm Kevin Gallagher. And remember, it's not kosher to ride in the bed of the truck, no matter what we did in the 80s and the 90s. You can't do it anymore. That's Just right. too dangerous. That's right. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, we were a hardier type. At the Capitol, <laughs> a bill banning the, state, the local and state governments from issuing COVID vaccine mandates has cleared the House. The bill would also ban private businesses from enforcing vaccine mandates in their establishments. Meanwhile, a $38 billion budget proposal is on its way to the Senate. The House approved the spending document on Thursday. Kevin Gallagher has the details. The budget bill funds higher ed, provides teacher pay hikes, and has no significant cuts to any department. Bill author and appropriations chair Jerome Zarang says it checks all the boxes. It replaces all temporary fund balances from fiscal year 22 and uses no one-time money for recurring expenses. Lafayette Representative Blake Miguez worries the growing budget fails to figure in the expiration of a temporary sales tax hike passed in 2016 and set to expire in less than two years. We are locking in and forcing this legislature to vote on another tax increase in 2025. Zarang's response? We are actually preparing for that in anticipation. House Bill 1 passed overwhelmingly and now moves to the Senate. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, the New Orleans Pelicans host the Phoenix Suns in Game 3 of the Western Conference semifinals tonight. Game time set for 8.30 in the Smoothie King Center. The Pelicans' recent success has fans flocking to see the team play in person. It's also created some new fans. David Grubb has that story. Perhaps no fan base has been more maligned than that of the New Orleans Pelicans, but that isn't the case now as the Pels' postseason run has led to a surge of support. Rel Myers, co-founder of the Pels' 12 fan group, says it's an exciting time. It's been kind of like this whirlwind thing. It's just clear that everybody wants in on what this team has got going on right now. The Pelicans' top brass has taken notice, reaching out to Myers and others to energize the new members of the flock. They know about what we're doing, and they're doing what they can to help us. Um, bring people together as well. Myers says this is only the beginning for the team and the fans. Definitely feels like the start of something even bigger. I'm David Grubb. I'll take Fairweather fans for 400, Alex. <laughs> The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team resumes Sunbelt play this weekend at Georgia State. Game one scheduled for tonight at 5 o'clock Central. Game two tomorrow at 3. Cajuns fans, take note of this one. The game time for for Sunday has changed. Game time for game three Sunday is now at noon Central. It was supposed to be a little later, but to accommodate travel plans, they pushed that game up a couple of hours. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns softball team goes through its 10th straight win today when it faces Appalachian State. Game one of the Sunbelt series scheduled for 4 o'clock Central. Game two tomorrow, 1 o'clock Central. Game Game 3, Sunday at 11 o'clock Central. Go to early mass. Tune in Raging Cajun Softball at 11. In boxing, WBC and lineal world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury puts his title on the line tomorrow. He'll face fellow Brit Dylan White for the championship at Wembley Stadium in London. More than 90,000 people expected to be on hand for that fight. Fury claims he's retiring after the bout. If history is any indication, a Fury retirement will be, will be like a kiss farewell tour. Goodbye for now, but he'll be back in a couple years. 
Big lottery jackpots on tap this weekend. Mega Millions, the smallest of the big jackpots. Well, I should say is the smaller of the two uh, jackpots. $22 million for the Mega Millions tonight. Powerball tomorrow, $400 million. Uh, Lotto is at $1.1 million tomorrow night. Easy five at $130,000. And finally, Bernie. Oh, yes, sir. Good morning. <laughs> meow. <laughs> oh, Lord. We have a Bob Carricker special on a Friday. Woo-woo. Tell me. A cat who became famous on social media for her unusually large eyes and feet oh. will become the first non-human to serve a day as a mayor in hell. What? What are we talking about here? So Jinx the cat will become Hell, Michigan's first animal mayor. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. And apparently we can be the mayor of Hell, Michigan, because anyone can serve as the mayor for a day for $100. Oh. And you thought bribery in Louisiana politics was right? a thing. Uh, we're on it. We got to work on this. Let's split the cost, and it can be Bernie and Ian Day. Yep. There mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Jinx lives in California with its owner, Mia. Uh, Jinx has 735,000 followers on TikTok, <laughs> 400,000 followers on Instagram. For the oh. record, I don't even think I have 400 people watching me on Instagram. Um <laughs> Mia wrote uh, that she posted on Twitter saying Jinx would run run for president, which, uh-huh. quite frankly, might have been better than the options we had uh, a couple years ago. Oh. She also uh, said that oh. any animal mayors before she sent the tweet out asking how to make Jinx the mayor. And someone in Michigan said, hey, 100 bucks, you can be the mayor of hell. We're, Ian, we got to be on this. I know that we shouldn't spend our money frivolously, but mm-hmm. let's be honest. Look, 100 bucks to say that we're mayor, it's better than spending 230 bucks to qualify in Lafayette and run. Because to be mayor of Lafayette, you have to spend nowadays, I think it's like $500,000 yeah. in campaign funds. Right. Look, for 100 bucks to be the mayor of a town called Hell, uh-huh. I'll take it. And you know what? If we do it in December, we can make a campaign promise that'll come true. Hell will freeze over. <laughs> Who says politicians can't keep their campaign promises? I know. How much is it? I wonder how much it is to sign up to run for office, though. I can't remember. In Louisiana, it is. No, in Louisiana, to qualify for office is if you're running as an independent, as a no party candidate, it's only like 120 bucks. But if you're running as either a Republican or a Democrat, you have Uh to add on the party fees, which are like 110 bucks. So if you're running as a Republican or a Democrat, it comes out to a little more than 230 bucks. If you're an independent, it's only about 110, 120 dollars. Let's start a GoFundMe. You know, the next really serious election that we're going to have, we, we should, yeah, we're, we have to run. I think we should do it. <clears throat> I, I like that idea. You're like kind of speechless. Yeah, I am. I, the fact that you're advocating for, oh, my good Lord. Now I'm looking at a picture of Jinx. Wow. <laughs> Is What? What's wrong with Jinx the cat? Her eyes are as big as saucers. Oh. It's like she has a... And she has that sweet look to her face. Aww. When when you get that angle, she gives you those sweetie eyes. Oh, uh-huh. she's so sweet. But the first picture that, that was taken with the tongue hanging out and the uh, saucer eyes. It's like She looks like she's wearing Coke bottle glasses. That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> Shy baby. But when, but when you get to the other pictures and she has that sweet little face, it's like, oh, I would vote for her to be the mayor. Right? That sounds very sweet. It is. It's, it's just absolutely. Aww. Aww. So $100, the moral of the story is for 100 bucks you can be the mayor of Hell, Michigan. Yeah. If you do it at the right time, you can make a campaign promise that hell will freeze over. And because it's northern Michigan, it will. Yeah. 
and saving the money of running for public office anywhere else because Lord knows it's too expensive and there's no guarantee. At least in <laughs> hell, you're guaranteed to be the mayor. I love it. That's just precious. Preciousness. We yeah. would be, we would be great mayors of hell. Yes, we would. Ah, six. By the way, she'll be oh, sworn wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I, I played the weatherbed too quickly. No, Oops. don't worry. Oops. I uh, I went off I too quickly. This, I forgot this part. <laughs> what? We, uh, we got caught up in the part about running for office. I forgot this part. So Jinx will be sworn in on Sunday. Oh, okay. Uh, the, by the way, the town's minister of hell, the Reverend mm -hmm. Vaughn, will yeah. end the day calling for Jinx's formal impeachment. Aww. So that's the only problem. You pay your hundred bucks, you get impeached. <laughs> I think that Reverend looks good Vaughn, on a resume. Reverend Vaughn, though, says it'll be a hell of a day. But um bump. Okay, can I hit this button now? Yes. Okay, here. It's going to be one hell of a day. Yeah. <laughs> Intervals of clouds and sunshine out there today across Acadiana. Warm into the afternoon, middle 80s. Southeasterly winds at around 8 to 12 miles per hour. Temperatures tonight heading for the middle 60s. And then a pretty similar weather pattern as we head into the weekend. Warm and breezy out there. Isolated rain chances arriving on Sunday at around 20%. But slightly better rain chances holding off until the early parts of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And we do have those clear skies. 66 degrees, our weather update brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountant to your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Good news on traffic. No crashes, no breakdowns. Hey, we'll take that. Buckle up out there, please. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. Well, Friday is here. I'm Bernadette Lee. I'm here with you. He's Ian Ozzy. He's here with us. Hello. Yes. Hello. What's happening? Well, um, surprisingly, we made it to Friday. I think we should salute uh, everyone in our listening uh, cavalcade of stars, all of the great listeners. We've all made it to Friday. Yes, we have. It's, we it's have survived. Surprising. Yes. We have made it. Okay, so I must ask you, would you mm -hmm. happen to have any tips because there are a lot of business people out there, and I'm sure they travel maybe on the regular. Have you learned anything from this week's, okay, let me open my suitcase. Okay, now let me go pack it because I'm going somewhere else the next day. Do you have any tips for us? Yes, don't take anything out of the bag. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, leave the bag packed. Okay. What you need before you go to bed, and this is what I've been doing uh, before we got here, because this is the first time that we'll actually be staying in a city for more than a night. Oh. Uh uh, or for more than two nights, I should say, because we stayed two nights in Bloomington. We got there, slept, played the game, slept again, then left. But the nights before that in St. Louis and in Bloomington, uh -huh. excuse me, not Bloomington, in Champaign. Oh, I knew it. I, okay. the, before I went to bed, I got my clothes out the bag. Mm -hmm. I hung up what I wore the day before. I so I know that it's already in the bag. Yeah. And ah, that way it's already is, in the bag. <laughs> that way right. it's packed and ready to go. All I have to do is put my toiletries in the bag and I'm ready to roll. Uh-huh. I'm loving it. So so that's that's what I've been doing. So today is the first day where I have not pulled out any clothes yet. I'll do that later because we're not leaving the hotel till about three Eastern. Uh, I'll I'll grab my clothes, I'll grab the toiletries, I'll do everything else later on uh, after the show because I'm, for the first time, I don't have to be in a rush today. 
Wow. Well, that's good, man. I'm so glad for you because I know it's Thank been kind of wild. And to all of those uh, road warriors out there and plane warriors that have to travel all the time, hey, we appreciate you and we understand Ian more so because he's constantly on some sort of road trip. So God love y'all people because, whoo, you know, that's my biggest thing is having to pack. And I'm sorry, I admit it as a woman, I pack way too much stuff. Look, as a dude, I pack way too much uh, stuff, <laughs> too. So, it, look, really? it happens to all of us because you think you need more clothes or more items than you need. You want to pack half your bedroom and bring it with you. Uh-huh. But the fact of the matter is, once you get to where you're going, you realize, eh, maybe we could have left some of this at home. But the problem is, the next time you're on the road, you put what you think you need, then you realize, oh, crap, I actually need more. Huh. Oh, God. <laughs> or you're like me, you leave your bag on the airplane, then you really have to uh, mm. uh, uh, survive with what you have, either by washing or going to Target. <laughs> and in that instance, washing is a better option for me. I'm not going to buy any more clothes. Oh, my. Too fun. Yeah, don't go Don't go buy any new clothes, bro. Don't, just don't do it. No, no. no. I'm, look, mm. I'm at the point where... I am not going to buy any more clothes unless I have to. I absolutely loathe clothes shopping as it is. The longer I can put it off, the better. Pretty much every man I know is like that, too. You know, every man I've I've ever known is like, no, you know, I I don't want to go do that. I don't even shoes. I mean, like, I don't get it. You have to go try them on and. I'll do shoe shopping, but only if I know I need the shoes and I know what I I know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. I know the shoes I want. Problem is, nobody, everybody now makes, especially dress shoes, with some sort of frill or design yeah. to make it look cute. I just want a plain loafer. That's yeah. it. Just a plain slide-on shoe. Boom. But they don't do that anymore. Well, Everybody has to have something special. Oh, no. I'm going to have to wind up getting shoes and have the tassels on them. Then <laughs> I, when you see those tassels, you think, those are the shoes my dad and my grandfather wore. Which, nothing wrong with that, but it's... Are the tassels still fashionable? Anybody know? 337? Yeah. We, we need help. 1542? Yeah, please call us because we don't know. We have, we're have we completely clueless on that. I'm going to say maybe the tassels are not in fashion. That would be my bet on it. You want to take the opposing side and we'll see who wins our dollar? Yeah, I I don't know. But I'd much rather the tassel than the than the giant silver or gold belt buckle that's on the, <laughs> that's on the shoe. It's like, who the hell needs a buckle on the shoe? Oh, I guess. I don't know. So that's my dilemma right now. I need to replace my dress shoes. I've actually been shoe shopping lately, but I can't find the shoe that I want. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go to the Internet. It's going to have to be. Well, I've looked on the Internet. I haven't found anything yet, though. I did find a pair of tennis shoes, and that's the problem. I have too many tennis shoes, and, I, no and I'm, shoes. I'm tempted to buy even more tennis shoes. Okay, what size shoe do you wear, by the way? Eleven and a half. Okay, so that's pretty standard. Um, mm-hmm. So at least that's not an issue. Because like some people, like Brandon Como and my husband, right is mm-hmm. like size 14 right. so that was always something i mean anytime i went somewhere i would always look for he really technically wore size 15 shoe and so but i would get 14s because he would just make do because often you can't really find something you know for the for the larger sizes so but with 11 and a half you at least have some more opportunity there man you know there's some uh, there's some opportunity there but uh, I feel like nowadays, especially in, in your department stores, yeah. or the, even then online, you're starting to find shoes that that fit the Shaquille O'Neal types, if you will. Okay. All right. Well, do you okay, feel now like... I've, 
You, do you now I run into another problem. I'm looking at Steve Matten's website. They have the shoes I want, but they're patent leather. I don't know if patent leather is a good look anymore. <laughs> I don't know about that either. Somebody needs to give us some sort of advice here. Uh, there's got to be someone who knows something about that. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you feel as mm-hmm. if you're getting old because the fashions uh, are changing? Yes. Okay. I, I feel I'm getting old because I look around and see people that mm-hmm. uh, we were asking one of the softball players the other day because we were in Indianapolis. And yeah. Justin Robichaud and I were talking, and Bob Knight came up, the former yeah. coach of Indiana basketball. Mm-hmm. And we turned to one of the players. Now, granted, Melissa May is from France. Yeah. So, okay. right. So, Coach Robichaud asked her, do you know who Bobby Knight is? Bob who? Bob who? Was her response. Yeah, we're and old. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, she's a baby. And I, well, in her defense, she is from France. Which yeah. He replied, you know who Lance Armstrong is? Oh, yeah, we know who Lance Armstrong is. So <laughs> it's like, okay, I feel a little bit better then. I would have probably fainted with excitement if I was in the presence of Bobby Knight. But you have to remember, I have all that family from Indiana, too. So. If I were in the presence of Bob Knight, he'd probably throw a chair at me. Yeah. <laughs> you could only hope. That's fun. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. No, I don't people. know. Still one of the best. Teasing. Still one of the best videos online. But it brings up something else with uh, officials' abuse that we've seen a yeah, lot lately. There's no, a story a couple weeks ago where someone attacked a referee, then uh, an umpire got attacked in Mississippi. It's and we wonder why we don't have officials for sports anymore. Yeah, I know. See, you just can't can't do that. All right, it's six thirty. I have rambled enough. I would like to apologize. You've rambled. Well, I've rambled enough. Well, Good Lord, where have we gone? We've gone know. here, there, and yonder. Somebody needs to stop us. All right, it's yes. it's six thirty. News with the Ian, the God of News, on the way. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit Bias, Saturdays, 10 a.m., News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. Before we get to the news, Bernie, you need to pick up on something we were talking about a oh, second ago. okay, yeah. So I'm looking online right now for men's dress shoes. Yes. And all you can find, I only found a couple that are just plain loafers. Oh. Everything else is either a penny loafer or a tassel loafer um, or a combination. Uh, tassels. So apparently, I can, and so apparently tassels and penny loafers are back in style. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm not going to lie. Now that you've said penny loafers, I may have to uh, go out locally and try some local shopping because that just brings me back about 30 years. And now I want a pair, Ian. I'm, I'm sorry. But you know what I do find, though? Um, men's shoes are pretty expensive. I mean, it's got a yeah. hefty price tag there. Uh the baseline you're going to find is about 120 bucks. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's manageable. Shoes, but, you know? but then again, if you look at at the really good men's tennis shoes, if you're looking for yeah, something with good yeah. quality that's going to last you, mm-hmm. you're going to pay about the same for a pair of good athletic shoes. Nowadays, I know. Uh, a pair, not more. Oh, absolutely. Because a pair of shoes was recommended to me from the Try Running uh, place. So I plan mm-hmm. to visit them in the next week or so um, to go buy, you know, a pair of shoes there. I can... Um, you know, it's a brand I can get online, but I, I want to try to spend local. And that's yeah. about the price tag for the baseline model. But I, I, I'm, it's worth it because of all the different people who have told me, look, this is so superior. It's a good fit. And they're super supportive. 
So it's worth it, man. Mm -hmm. Are those the hokas you're talking about? No, it's something, something cloud. I can't remember. It's in my notes. I know what you're talking about. I think Nick bought a pair of those and he loves them. Yes. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Everybody I talk to is like, oh, yeah, you know, I have a pair or so-and-so has a pair. They love it. So, yeah, I think I'm going to make the investment in those because, you know, it's worth it, man. So, but I am going to go to try running so I can shop a local. Okay. There you go. Wait a minute. We're supposed to be doing news. Yeah, okay. we're supposed to be doing news, not shoe talk. Hey, that's okay. a new segment that we can do. Shoe what? talk with Bernie and Ian. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say probably we should not do that. <laughs> um, I'm thinking people are going to be like, mm, hell no. Okay, let me do this again. You ready? Hold on. Hang on. Yeah, tight. let's do it. All right. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 6.36 in the morning, 66 degrees and fair outside. Daniel Phillips says mostly sunny with a high of 85 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5. KPL, I'm Ian Ozan. We started Lafayette with details about Thursday's deputy-involved shooting off Pinhook Road. One person is now in custody in connection with that incident. It happened around 6.15 in the morning on Fox Run Avenue. According to a sheriff's office spokesperson, Draper Harrison got into a fight with the deputy after the deputy approached him. The spokesperson says during the fight, Harrison grabbed the deputy's taser and tried to use it on him. That's when, according to the spokesperson, the deputy shot Harrison. Harrison ran away from the scene, but deputies found him about three hours later. Harrison was taken to the hospital for minor injuries. He's facing aggravated assault, disarming an officer, and resisting charges. Deputies also say Harrison has an outstanding warrant on drug charges. In Iberia Parish, the man wanted in connection with two Easter weekend armed robberies is in custody. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. surrendered to sheriff's deputies on Thursday. New Iberia police say Thibodeau shot one of the two armed robbery victims in the head. He's facing attempted first-degree murder, armed robbery, and other charges. An Arnaville man is now formally charged with second-degree murder in the fentanyl overdose death of a UL student. The Lafayette grand jury indicted Damian Bernard on Thursday. He's accused of giving a pill laced with fentanyl to John Therese Broussard. She collapsed on, John, on Jefferson Street excuse me, on the night of October 23rd and died a week later. In a separate fentanyl case, the grand jury indicted Kermit Gobert on a second-degree murder charge. He's accused of giving Sadasha Darasel a deadly dose of heroin and fentanyl before leaving his and her children alone with the body inside a Karen Crow apartment. In Evangeline Parish, firefighters say hot clothes left in a pile or a space heater caused a major mobile home fire. Happened around 3.30 Wednesday morning. That fire was contained to a bedroom in which it started. Both rooms suffered heavy fire, smoke, and water damage. I should say the bathroom adjoining the bedroom also uh, was had part of the fire. The fire remains under investigation. And in St. Mary Parish, Bayou Shen, will be closed while crews complete work on the new floodgate. That closure begins on Monday morning at 7, lasts until Wednesday afternoon at 5. Back in Lafayette, Councilman Glenn Lazard will hold a town hall meeting to discuss planned renovations in Hyman Park. That meeting is scheduled for Monday night at 6 o'clock in the Hyman Park Rec Center Conference Room. If you listen to our Trooper Tuesday segments, you know that people in pickup trucks are less likely to wear seatbelts than drivers of cars. State police now going a step, uh, excuse me, now going to step up seatbelt enforcement among those riding in pickup trucks. Kevin Gallagher has that story. Saturday marks the start of the week-long Buckle Up in Your Truck campaign. To make sure we're enforcing the law. Uh, as it pertains to people uh, wearing their, their seatbelts, particularly in pickup trucks. That's Louisiana Highway Safety Commission spokesman Mark Lambert, who says they're supplying police and sheriff's offices with grant money to make sure drivers and passengers are buckled up in a pickup truck. So if you're in the back seat, uh, you also uh, have to be wearing your seatbelt. The law pertains to you as well. 
Lambert says violators will face a $50 fine. I'm Kevin Gallagher. At the Capitol, a bill banning local and state governments from issuing COVID vaccine mandates has cleared the House. That bill would also ban private businesses from enforcing vaccine mandates in their own establishments. Meanwhile, a $38 billion budget proposal is on its way to the Senate. The House approved the spending document on Thursday. Kevin Gallagher has those details. The budget bill funds higher ed, provides teacher pay hikes, and has no significant cuts to any department. Bill author and appropriations chair Jerome Zarang says it checks all the boxes. It replaces all temporary fund balances from fiscal year 22 and uses no one-time money for recurring expenses. Lafayette Representative Blake Miguez worries the growing budget fails to figure in the expiration of a temporary sales tax hike passed in 2016 and set to expire in less than two years. We are locking in and forcing this legislature to vote on another tax increase in 2025. Zerang's response? We are actually preparing for that in anticipation. House Bill 1 passed overwhelmingly and now moves to the Senate. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, New Orleans Pelicans host the Phoenix Suns in Game 3 of the Western Conference semifinals tonight. Game time set for 8.30 in the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans' recent success has fans flocking to see the team play in person. It's also created some new fans. David Grubb has that story. Perhaps no fan base has been more maligned than that of the New Orleans Pelicans, but that isn't the case now as the Pels' postseason run has led to a surge of support. Rel Myers, co-founder of the Pels' 12 fan group, says it's an exciting time. It's been kind of like this world when things, it's just clear that everybody wants in on what this team has got going on right now. The Pelicans' top brass has taken notice, reaching out to Myers and others to energize the new members of the flock. They know about what we're doing, and they're doing what they can to help us. Um, bring people together as well. Myers says this is only the beginning for the team and the fans. Definitely feels like the start of something even bigger. I'm David Grubb. Those fans will not be around if the Pelicans drop out of the playoffs early. Just wait till next season. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team resumes Sunbelt play this weekend at Georgia State. Game one, 5 o'clock Central. Game two tomorrow at 3. Game three Sunday at noon. By the way, all those games right here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team, goes for 10 straight today when it faces Appalachian State. Game one, 4 o'clock today. Game two tomorrow at 1. Game three Sunday at 11. All those times Central. All those games on ESPN Lafayette. In boxing, WBC and lineal world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury puts his title on the line tomorrow. He'll face fellow Brit Dylan White for the championship at Wembley Stadium in London. Fury claims he's retiring after the fight. Cher, Kiss, Elton John, and a bunch of others also claim they were retiring, but they came back for more. Mega Millions jackpot tonight, $22 million. Powerball at $400 million tomorrow. Lotto at $1.1 million. Easy five at $130,000. Dollars and finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We have a new world record. Oh, all right. This is it has to do with running. Oh, okay. It has to do with running a marathon and tassels. <laughs> no, but you're on to something. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it has to do with someone running a marathon wearing a certain item. Okay. Sam Rocker set the record. She works at. Penn Medicine's Perelman Center. She ran the Boston Marathon Monday in her scrubs. Wow, that's cool. And she broke the Guinness World Record for Ferris Marathon in a nurse's uniform female. The previous record was 3 hours, 8 minutes, 22 seconds, set at the London Marathon in 2019. Ms. Rocker ran it in 2 hours, 48 minutes, and 2 seconds. Ah. She shattered the previous record by about a half an hour. Yeah, in fact, mm-hmm. she did it by a half hour and 20 seconds. Ooh. So she dedicated her record attempt to raise awareness for the mental health challenges facing nurses amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The run raised $45,000 plus awesome. for mental health services. 
Aw, that's really cool, man. So there you go. Philadelphia, <laughs> uh, Philadelphia never changed. Congratulations to Miss Rocker, who ran it at the Boston Marathon. Aw, that's awesome. Well done. Yes, indeed. It is 643. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Intervals of clouds and sunshine out there today across Acadiana. Warm into the afternoon, middle 80s. Southeasterly winds at around 8 to 12 miles per hour. Temperatures tonight heading for the middle 60s. And then a pretty similar weather pattern as we head into the weekend. Warm and breezy out there. Isolated rain chances arriving on Sunday at around 20%, but slightly better rain chances holding off until the early parts of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It is right now 66 degrees. We got clear skies and sunshine, so get on out there, take a look. It's it's very pretty out there. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, Robley Drive at the Lowe's Center Drive. A little fender bender there. That's Robley Drive at the Lowe's Center Drive. So please, just buckle up, keep it safe. Got an update? Give us a call on our little telephone line, 232-1542. Or just use KPL app and hit the phone icon. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. Waking up every day, lifting him from the bed to the wheelchair to the car to get him to therapy on time. It's no small task between the doctors and the diagnosis, but nothing can disable this love. This is my big brother, my hero. He's part of me, like my arms and legs. So I'll be his. (laughs) See, there's no time for tired. This starts again tomorrow. He'll be waiting for me. I wake up for him. I know he needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community or call 877-333-5885. Caregiving Resource Center, support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Bernie and Ian here with you. I love this song because it doesn't matter. Like, you know, even if you're like, okay, I've had my coffee. I'm still trying to wake up. You hear that and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to do something spectacular today. Yeah, that doesn't wake you up. You're dead. (laughs) Yes. And dead, like emotionally, deeply dead. No comment to that, yai. No, I'm I'm looking at shoes online, and it's like, man. <laughs> okay, you are obsessed. There is something wrong with you. No, I just need dress <laughs> shoes. I'm looking for a good pair of good-looking Venetian loafers, and I can't find any. I don't have to go to Oxford and tie my damn shoes. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, maybe somebody's listening, and they have a pair they could give you. Because at this point, I feel so bad for you. Uh, okay, Maybe, 11 and a half. Know. What color do you really want? 
Well, I need a pair of black because that okay. so my suits go with black. But uh -huh. I need to expand my clothing options, so I need to get something that goes with the brown. But uh, right now, black is what I'm looking for. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but yes, if you can point me in the right direction of of a good Venetian loafers, let yes. me know. Okay, that's a good idea. Somebody, if you have an idea of where you can find these loafers, or if you have a pair that you want to give to him, what we'll do is we'll find some other shoes and we'll donate the other shoes to charity in your name so Ian can have his pair of shoes. <laughs> I feel bad for you, bro, because I know how you are. Like, kind of inside baseball, I know once mm -hmm. you get on a topic, you're like, I am on this topic. I can't I'm stuck stop there for a little bit until, until I get distracted by the next squirrel. Ooh, shiny. You're just like me. We have yes. an issue. <laughs> That's why we work in news. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It's really kind of sad. Okay. Senior child just checked in, and uh, actually, yes, I was looking at them too, Scene. That may be my best option right now. Thank you. Which ones? Johnson and Murphy. I actually yeah. saw a pair of theirs in Dillard's, and mm -hmm. I wanted to see if there was anything uh, if there was anything that was comparable to them. Because mm -hmm. right now, I wear my uh, current shoes are Steve Matins. I was looking to mm -hmm. see if they had a Venetian. They don't. So I think I'm going to go back for those Johnson and Murphys because they look good and they were comfortable too. Well, that's good. Whitewater babe. All right, let's see. Uh, yep, try running. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Oh, wait. This person also says not only did they go to try running, but that the try running people honored a 10% coupon from another store, store in the oil Ooh. center. Wow. That's amazing. That is. That's super nice. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we have an endorsement on our hands. <laughs> That's not the goal. I just want to find you some shoes. <laughs> Look, bro, we always chasing squirrels. Okay, I do, yes, have, we are. I do have something fun to tell you because we didn't get a chance to talk about this earlier this week, I don't think. Uh -huh. There's this 170-year-old prize that Sotheby's is going to auction off next month. It is the trophy oars from the first Harvard-Yale regatta. Really? Yeah, and listen to this. They are estimating that the oars will likely fetch. Okay, take a guess. Uh, for the Harvard-Yale regatta, knowing how snooty those folks are, probably upwards of $500,000. Bigger. Upwards of a million. Bigger. Three million. They say they that these uh, oars from the inaugural regatta between Harvard and Yale will likely fetch somewhere between three and five million dollars. You know what I say to that? What? Considering it's Harvard and Yale. Remember, you have to use your kind words. We're on radio. Just to <laughs> just to stab the knife and twist it. Yes. I openly advocate for Princeton University to take some of their reserve fund and buy those damn oars just to keep it away from someone associated with Harvard and Yale. Yes. I knew it. I knew you'd feel that way. I love it. That's why I read the story. I'd been saving that all week, by the way. Mm. Nah. Yeah. I'm with what you. Do, what do Harvard, Yale, and vacuums have in common? You can figure that answer out for yourself. They Okay, I think um, <clears throat> just in case anybody didn't figure that out, I mean, it is Friday. All right, it's coming yeah. up on 653. Ian and I, well, we got more of our show to come. It's going to be mostly sunny and warm today. Bradley Benoit says a high at 85, 63 for our overnight low. It's hot, Ian. So 
I'm sure it's not really warm up there. I mean, like, oh, yeah, it is actually oh. 73 degrees is the high today. So I may oh. be able to wear shorts. Oh, that's a good day. Ours is yes, 85. Is. So, yeah, you definitely have it better. So enjoy it while you can, my little friend. Well, we're up a mountain. I have to make sure that I don't go slide that if I trip and fall, I don't go sliding down. <laughs> it's all about the shoes again, isn't it? Nope. Just kidding. All right. It's coming up on 654. On Acadiana's Morning News. News Talk 96.5. Depend on it. There are actually two big stories today. Good news for Elon Musk and more bad news for video streaming. I'm Kim Commando brought to you by CarShield. Protect your car from expensive repairs. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deduct by. First, the good news. Elon Musk has letters of commitment guaranteeing his $43 billion offer to buy Twitter. That's a staggering 40% increase in stock value from the day before Musk announced his intention to buy the company. Why is Twitter's board of directors not giving him an answer? And now the bad news. After only weeks and an expenditure of more than $100 million for equipment and salaries for big stars, former Fox News host Chris Wallace and NPR's Ordi Cornish, CNN Plus streaming service is shutting down. And yes, speaking of streaming, the value of Netflix has plummeted by $50 billion in just three days, and big investors are dumping the stock and taking major losses. How'd you like to explain that one? As a small business owner juggling the air at once, there's just no time to interview candidates who aren't qualified for the job. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier and faster than ever for you to find the people who you want to interview and for free. Create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Global financial markets are lower. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell indicated the Fed is likely to raise interest rates by a half percentage point in its May meeting. Elon Musk says he's lined up $46.5 billion in financing to buy Twitter. Separately, Musk's Tesla stock closed up more than 3% yesterday after the electric vehicle maker posted its highest quarterly profit to date of $3.3 billion. CNN is shutting down its CNN Plus streaming service than a month after its launch, when its parents still a part of AT&T. Its new corporate parent, Warner Brothers Discovery, is scrapping the service. Disney stock taking a hit. Florida passed a bill that would dissolve Disney's special governing power in the state. And as the market closed yesterday, Disney stock was hovering near $120 per share, down roughly 33% from a year ago. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Salchi Grasso, invested in you. 
Okay, guys, we gotta put our trays up for takeoff. Where's Dad? Oh, he's in the back. We could only get three seats together. Daddy has my pillow. We'll get it later. Can you not put your feet up, please? Why aren't we going? <sighs> we must be in line for takeoff. Like security? Well, that was a different line. I have to go. We just sat down. But I have to go. The seat sign's on. Why aren't we moving? Hey, you no kicking. We're just 15 in line for takeoff. Son of a... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Another move against the mouse. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. The Florida State Legislature passing a measure to end Disney World's self-governing status. Governor DeSantis is expected to sign the bill that will strip Disney of its special tax status after it was passed by the GOP-controlled Florida House on Thursday in a vote of 70 to 38. The bill was also passed by the Senate earlier with a vote of 23 to 16. Now that bill will dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District run by Disney which houses many independent community services, such as a fire department and security at Disney World. Democrat state representatives were heard chanting in protest after the bill passed. The dispute between Governor DeSantis and Disney started last month over the company's opposition to the parental rights bill, also dubbed the Don't Say Gay bill. Fox's Marion Rafferty. New satellite pictures show what appears to be mass graves near Mariupol, the port city bombarded by Russia. City officials say up to 9,000 people were buried. This resident, Yurli Lulak, speaking through a translator. Hell is what's happening there. It's not possible to describe it. Russians are killing people for nothing. Yesterday, the president announced a plan to accept up to 100,000 refugees. Johnny Depp faced cross-examination yesterday in his defamation lawsuit against ex-wife Amber Heard, who claimed that she had been abused. Heard's attorneys focused part of their questioning on texts Depp exchanged in 2013 with his friend, the actor Paul Bettany. Depp texted, quote, let's burn Amber. Depp has said he was the one who was abused. A major corporate flame-out streaming service, CNN Plus, being shut down just weeks after starting up with great fanfare. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower risk response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Arizona is under a state of emergency. The governor declaring that yesterday. As wildfires burn out of control, Fox's Ted Linder with more. It's all thanks to the massive wind fuel wildfire burning in Coconino County. 
The tunnel fire burning roughly 14 miles north of Flagstaff has grown over 20,000 acres as windy conditions are expected to continue into the early part of the weekend. The emergency declaration announced by Governor Doug Ducey will help officials to provide resources to the people and communities impacted by the fire. Nearly 800 households in the area have been evacuated and more than 370 firefighters have been called in to battle the blaze. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Ted Lindner, Fox News. The Texas Democratic congressman facing an FBI investigation is headed to a primary runoff. At least one report said the January FBI raid of Texas Congressman Henry Cuellar's home and office was due to a federal grand jury's investigation of organizations' ties to Azerbaijan. Cuellar chairs the Congressional Azerbaijan Caucus. But last week, his attorney said they've been informed the congressman is not the target of the investigation. Cuellar told the Fox News Rundown podcast that he's cooperating with the investigation. At the end of the day, it will show that there was no wrongdoing. Uh, and I have faith uh, that the voters uh, understand that, and I have faith in my voters, and uh, again, we will win the primary. He said he has no indication of the pace at which the FBI is working. His runoff election is May 24th. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Independent federal investigators say there are significant issues related to fire training at the U.S. government's nuclear waste repository in New Mexico. The Energy Department's Office of Inspector General also found that firefighting vehicles at the waste isolation pilot plant were in disrepair from years of neglect. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 7.07 in the morning. Bernie, does the widget say 68? What? Does the widget say 68? No, it says 66. It's still at 66? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with 66 don't, then. Don't, don't let it be too weather- hot. Because the National Weather Service is being the donkey. The donkey. <laughs> so I was guessing. Uh, yeah, their website's not loading anymore, so uh, we'll we'll just leave that be and just go with whatever the widget says the rest of the morning. Uh, Bradley Benoit says sunny in a high of 85 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start with that deputy-involved shooting off Pinhook Road. A person is now in custody in connection with that incident. Happened around 6.15 in the morning yesterday on Fox Run Avenue. According to, sheriff's, uh, according to the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office, Draper Harrison got into a fight with a deputy after the deputy approached him. The spokesman says during a fight, Harrison grabbed the deputy's taser and tried to use it on him. That's when, according to a spokesperson, the deputy shot Harrison. Harrison ran away from the scene, but deputies found him about three hours later. He was taken to the hospital for minor injuries. Harrison is now facing aggravated assault, disarming an officer, and resisting charges. Deputies also say Harrison had an outstanding warrant on drug charges. In Iberia Parish, the man wanted in connection with two Easter weekend armed robberies is now in custody. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. surrendered to deputies on Thursday. New Iberia police say Thibodeau shot one of the two robbery victims in the head. He's facing a first degree, attempted first degree murder, armed robbery, and other charges. An Arneville man is now formally charged with second degree murder in the fentanyl overdose death of a UL student. The Lafayette Parish grand jury indicted Damian Bernard on Thursday. He's accused of giving a pill laced with fentanyl to John Therese Broussard. She collapsed on Jefferson Street on the night of October 23rd and died a week later. In a separate fentanyl case, the grand jury indicted Kermit Gobert on a second-degree murder charge. He's accused of giving Sadasha Daracel a deadly dose of heroin and fentanyl before leaving his and his children, or excuse me, his and her children, alone with the body inside a Karen Crow apartment. 
An Evangeline Parish firefighters say hot clothes left in a pile or near a space heater caused a major mobile home fire. Happened around 3.30 Wednesday morning. The fire was contained to the bedroom in which it started and to an adjoining bathroom. Both rooms suffered heavy damage. The fire remains under investigation. To St. Mary Parish, Bayou Shen will be closed while crews complete work on the new floodgate. That closure begins on Monday morning at 7 o'clock, lasts until Wednesday afternoon at 5. Back in Lafayette, Councilman Glenn Lazard will hold a town hall meeting to discuss planned renovations at Hyman Park. That meeting is scheduled for Monday night at 6 o'clock at the Hyman Park Rec Center. If you listen to our Trooper Tuesday segments, you know that people in pickup trucks are less likely to wear seatbelts than drivers of cars. State police now going to step up seatbelt enforcement among those in pickup trucks. Kevin Gallagher has a story. Saturday marks the start of the week-long Buckle Up in Your Truck campaign. To make sure we're enforcing the law uh, as it pertains to people uh, wearing their, their seatbelts, particularly in pickup trucks. That's Louisiana Highway Safety Commission spokesman Mark Lambert, who says they're supplying police and sheriff's offices with grant money to make sure drivers and passengers are buckled up in a pickup truck. So if you're in the back seat, uh, you also uh, have to be wearing your seatbelt. The law pertains to you as well. Lambert says violators will face a $50 fine. I'm Kevin Gallagher. At the Capitol, a bill banning local and state governments from issuing COVID vaccine mandates has cleared the House. The bill would also ban private businesses from enforcing vaccine mandates in their establishments. Meanwhile, a $38 billion budget proposal is on its way to the Senate. The House approved the spending document on Thursday. Kevin Gallagher has the details. The budget bill funds higher ed, provides teacher pay hikes, and has no significant cuts to any department. Bill author and appropriations chair Jerome Zarang says it checks all the boxes. It replaces all temporary fund balances from fiscal year 22 and uses no one-time money for recurring expenses. Lafayette Representative Blake Miguez worries the growing budget fails to figure in the expiration of a temporary sales tax hike passed in 2016 and set to expire in less than two years. We are locking in enforcing this legislature to vote on another tax increase in 2025. Zarang's response? We are actually preparing for that in anticipation. House Bill 1 passed overwhelmingly and now moves to the Senate. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, the New Orleans Pelicans host the Phoenix Suns in Game 3 of the Western Conference semifinals tonight. Game time, 8.30 in the Smoothie King Center. The Pelicans' recent success is fans flocking to see the team play in person. It's also created some new fans. David Grubb reports. Perhaps no fan base has been more maligned than that of the New Orleans Pelicans, but that isn't the case now as the Pels' postseason run has led to a surge of support. Rel Myers, co-founder of the Pels' 12 fan group, says it's an exciting time. It's been kind of like this whirlwind thing. It's just clear that everybody wants in on what this team has got going on right now. The Pelicans' top brass has taken notice, reaching out to Myers and others to energize the new members of the flock. They know about what we're doing, and they're doing what they can to help us. Um, bring people together as well. Myers says this is only the beginning for the team and the fans. Definitely feels like the start of something even bigger. I'm David Grubb. The real question is, will those fans still be there at the start of next season? The Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball team resumes Sunbelt play this weekend at Georgia State. Game one scheduled for tonight at 5 o'clock central. Game two tomorrow at 3. Game three Sunday at noon. The Louisiana Raging Cajun softball team goes for its 10th straight win today when it faces Appalachian State. Game one of the Sunbelt series scheduled for 4 o'clock central. Game two tomorrow at 1. Game three Sunday at 11. Those games on ESPN Lafayette. The baseball games right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. In boxing, WBC and lineal world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury takes on fellow Brit Dylan White tomorrow for the championship. Fury claims he's retiring after the fight. Well, his retirement might be that of Cher. Take off for a few years and come back. 
Mega Millions jackpot, twenty-two million dollars. That's tonight. Powerball tomorrow, four hundred million. Lotto at one point one million, and Easy Five at one hundred thirty thousand dollars. By the way, Powerball, Lotto, and Easy Five tomorrow. Mega Millions tonight, and finally, Bernie. Let us go to. Are we going? Oh, you know what? I will give you option A or B. I'm going with B. B for All Bernie. Right. It's like Sesame Street. <laughs> then we're going to go to England for this one. Okay. Animal rescuers have to be involved with this one. Okay. It involves an animal whose head was stuck in the middle of a rusty old tire. Oh, what Would you happened? like to guess what kind of animal it was? Uh, Caleb and I are going to say a bear. No, no. no. They don't have no. bears in the UK. You got to oh. think of something like small and fluffy. Uh, uh, you're on the right track. Small and fluffy. Let, well, small and fluffy down here could be a possum. Yeah. So you want to say that? <laughs> a possum? No, no, no. no? In, no? Terms of, in terms of British animals, you're on the right track with... A lemur. Small and fluffy. Nope, no lemur. <laughs> are, are there lemurs in Britain? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> uh, you're a sly old fox. You are. It's a ah, fox cub. Fox cub. That got uh, caught in the middle of the of the tire. The Royal uh, SPCA, the RSPCA, said uh, residents in Orpington reported two fox cubs had been born in their garden, but the animal's mother hadn't been seen for some time. Well, they found the mother stuck in the tire. Aww. Uh, the folks from the RSPCA said, and I don't know if they realized what they did when they said it, they knew there was no time to spare. Oh, <laughs> but I'm Okay, I'm sorry. That deserves it. <laughs> So that's why they got like the bell. (laughs) So that's why they got to work. They uh, rescued the tire. They used some liquid soap uh, and some water. They gently eased the animal's head out of the wheel, (laughs) and despite the ordeal, the animal looked to be a okay. Uh, The the cub's good. Mama uh, Mama Fox is good. So all is right with the world. And considering that uh, it's a mother with their baby foxes, we can resurrect the Fox Kids Club. Those of you of a certain age get that. Oh yeah. We're like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I want to tell you a cute story about rescuing animals. Uh-huh. A lady that I know that used to work with us here. This is totally adorable. Her teenage daughter came across a raccoon in the middle of the street this week. Wait, what? A little baby raccoon, and it Aww. was crying. And so she scooped it up, and they brought it to an organization here locally that helps um, wild animals. And apparently what had happened was that this little baby raccoon had been abandoned by its mom and um, it was all full of fleas and ticks. So they were able to rescue it and save it. And did you know Mm. that cat's milk is what they're going to use to feed this little baby raccoon? Oh, not terribly surprising. It's like, mm, is it weird? But raccoons and cats are, are closely related, aren't they? I don't know. I have, I don't know. Well, they have tails, they have fur. Uh, if you give them something to eat, they'll run to you. If not, they hate you. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. I don't know. Just mm. raccoons are trash pandas and cats are more refined. <laughs> cats are more refined. Yeah, they're only more refined because they have to, uh, like, put on their airs so that they can convince you that they're sweet and kind so that they can ultimately murder you in your sleep. I agree with that one. All right, it's coming up on 716.
A nice end to the week across Acadiana. Intervals of clouds and sunshine out there today. Warm into the afternoon, middle 80s. Southeasterly winds at around 8 to 12 miles per hour. Overnight lows tonight heading for the middle 60s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 K. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say, can you And bright stars through the perilous fight. Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rockets rang the land, the bombs That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that heart's Coming up now on 722, Acadiana's Morning News, Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan on Friday. Ian? Hi. Are you past the, the I gotta find some shoes phase? Are you a little calm about that now? Yeah, I'm a little calm about that now. Okay, good. All right. So I'm just going to tell you, you know, sometimes in life, tassels are not a bad thing. And if you have to break down and buy a pair of shoes with tassels, it's going to be all right, buddy. Okay. So many tassel jokes, not enough time. Uh, that's... You know, it's Friday. That's why I threw that out there. Mm-hmm. All right, Caleb Morse, the rustic <laughs> renegade, is in studio this morning. I, I was right there with you, Ian. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> First off, Caleb, do you have dress shoes? I, I have. Yes. The okay. short answer is yes. No tassels? I, I don't think I have any shoes with I, tassels. I would never take you for a tassels man. When it comes to shoes. You know, I, I might give it a shot. Though. I might give it a shot. <laughs> okay, so um, one of the uh, items that uh, we have up for discussion the morning, uh, this morning, um, Six Hour is going to be getting on contract from the government? So this, this firearm or these firearms and the cartridge, I've been following this for a long time. Uh, not only is the Department of Defense changing 
uh, firearm platforms, but they're mm. changing calibers. Okay. Uh, we've been using the 5.56, uh, which is also similar, very similar to the 223 in the AR-15 platform, the N4 platform, M16 platform, uh, and, and so forth since the 70s. Wow, golly, 50 and, years. Uh, and it, it takes a long time for the government to change. You yeah. Know, we, it takes a long time to steer a big ship, especially whenever you're trying to do it with small paddles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for about three or four years now, they've been working on this new platform. The General Dynamics has been in on, on the game. Uh, SIG's been in on it. Uh, L- LMT's been in on it. A lot of people. And SIG has Ooh. won the contract with their X5 okay. series. Uh, which is based off of their MCX. Their MCX is similar in similar in look to an AR-15. Okay, and that's about it. It takes some of the same accessories, but uh, the fire control group, the bolt, it's got a, a much better operating system. Oh, well, then that's great for for one thing, right? Way better. So what we noticed is in Operation Iraqi Freedom, Enduring Freedom, and, and okay. so forth, is that the 5.56 cartridge. It's great at wounding, but not great at stopping threats. Uh, okay. So in the same time, the government said, let's, let's come out with a, a new cartridge. They looked at 308. Everybody, a lot of people submitted things back in 308-76251. We've been using that since, since Vietnam and before. Okay. Um, and SIG said, let's try to change the, the game. Okay. General Dynamics did it as well. Uh, they pushed the envelope really hard on it. But the government finally came down at, at the end of it and said, we want to do a 6-8. 6.8 is 338 uh, caliber. So SIG has a caliber called the 277 Fury. No, I apologize. 6.8 is not 338. 6.8 is 270. My brain skipped for a second there. Yeah. So uh, That happens to me like 80% yeah, of my day. Yeah. No, I, have, so, I had enough coffee yet. If you, if you get one out of like, you know, all these many months, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a clear. Well, right? You know? So they have this 277 <laughs> Fury cartridge, which I have been dying to have in my hands. Uh, it's a hybrid case. So you okay. get a steel case with a brass jacket and a, a 139 grain projectile. Moving it over 3,000 feet per second. Ooh. So we've got a new <laughs> rifle that's uh-huh. going to be fielded to specialized units, a new cartridge that's going to be fielded to specialized units, and they're replacing the M240, which is the 7.62 belt-fed machine gun, and the 249, which is the 5.56 belt-fed machine gun. All of these weapon, weapon systems I'm quite familiar with. The new one they're going to is, uh, I want to say it's the X250, the XM250. Uh, similar platform on the bottom half of like okay. of like the MCX or the X5 or the or an AR15, but the top half is belt fed, uh, modular suppressors. There's so much involved with this weapon system, uh, and one of the coolest things that I think Ian's going to dig is the the optics they came out with. Vortex has built this optic. Okay. The optics communicate together. So like if the four of us in this room right now had the same optics, oh. it has a HUD. In this, in the, the the viewfinder, yeah, which allows you to see the back of things as you're moving around them, and what you can shoot through and can't shoot through. Oh my god, huh. that so sounds amazing. We have officially crossed it's like over. X-ray vision. Yeah. yeah, we've officially crossed over to the future. Is is what I think. I love it. Like, this I, is never like the in Jetsons. my years. And never in my years would I thought that as a soldier we'd be at this point in time. Wow. But here we are fielding out, and it, the future is coming in the weapon systems. Wow, that's uh, man. That sounds. Impressive. So um, what are the chances of you actually seeing something like this and getting your hands on it to just check it out? Now, I, I've shot the I haven't shot the X5, but okay. I've shot the XM250. OK, um, it's it's wonderful. Uh, the, the M240 for anyone out there who's familiar with that that weapon system, flat recoil, easy to easy to maneuver. It's well, not maneuver. So it's a big system. So it's heavy, mm-hmm. but it just shoots like a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the XM250 <laughs> shoots like that, but it's the size of the 249. 
Okay. So it's man portable, and it's laser beam accurate. Uh, wow. A lot of it has to do with the cartridge. I mean, it, it, there was there was a lot of good research done with this. Uh, this is a massive contract for SIG. It's six and a half billion Wait, dollars. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say six billion? Huge contract. Six billion dollars. That's exactly what I was thinking of, too. Now, it's wow. going to take a time to field it. You know, the first units they're going to go out to, uh, the Army's getting them first, 11 Bang Bangs, so all the infantry guys out there. Uh, I don't think they have 11 Charlies anymore. I know the uh, the Cav Scouts. Uh, I, I said it that way on purpose. Cav Scouts out there, yeah, they're going to get it. Uh, 13 Foxes, so Ford Observers, uh, they're going to get this kind of stuff. It's going to be more direct action people, and then slowly it's going to work over into uh, the rest of the units. Like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. The Marine Corps has already said they want to adopt it as well. Uh, but I mean, the Marine Corps kind of it takes their time there too. So. Oh, okay. Which is better? Yeah. Army. Uh, well, so oh. a, as an army soldier, I'm, I'm gonna say the army, and I'm sure. Do you want to open this can of worms? I'm, I'm sure every Marine riding on the road right now just slammed their brakes on, so we just caused like twelve traffic jams. Sorry. Uh, but you know, hey, we all have different purposes and different roles. That's right. Uh, I, I even had a chance to talk to a Coast Guardie the other day, you know, uh-huh. and, and talk to that Coastie for a little while um, about his poor life choices. Uh, but no, he was, was a great guy, you know. So. That's cold. That's cold. Uh, Navy over Army. What? Oh, I'm so <laughs> See, cold. you know, we're all biased. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, E, you want to take us into topic two? Yeah, topic number two. Happy 420 to Florida Agriculture <laughs> Commissioner uh, Nikki Freed uh, celebrated 420 by filing a lawsuit. Now, keep in mind, Nikki Freed is the only Democrat elected to statewide office in Florida. Okay. Uh, the Agriculture Commissioner suing the Biden administration over weed and guns, specifically over a question on one of the ATF forms that requires them to check yes to the question, are you an unlawful cannabis user, if they have a medical marijuana card. Oh, she claims yeah. that this is an infringement of Second Amendment rights, that if you are legally using cannabis, whether for a medicinal purpose or otherwise, and you're not breaking any laws doing it, especially if it's legal in your state. The federal government has no reason to keep you from owning a gun. So this is this is a bit of an interesting uh, take on yes. this, considering it's Democrat versus Democrat. And I don't think this is anything anybody expected to come out of this. But she's right. You have people who are legally using cannabis who have not run afoul of any laws. Or even if they're illegally using cannabis without running afoul of any laws. So it brings up the question of where does the federal government, where does the right of the federal government to limit drug offenders or drug users' rights to have a firearm? And Nikki Freed is now uh, looking for relief in this case. So, Caleb, what say you? Medical weed, guns, Mm. does she have a case here? I I think she has a very big case, especially since legalization of medical marijuana has been been push for so long and we're seeing a positive impact in the community communities throughout it right um we're also noticing i've had plenty of questions here since medical marijuana is passed in the state of louisiana is can i have a concealed carry permit or can i keep my concealed carry Mm, permit if i'm a medical marijuana user yeah i never thought about that because on the application for your concealed carry permit it asks if you're a user of marijuana I never Which, thought about that. Wow. Across the board, uh-huh. marijuana is still illegal on a federal sure, level. Sure, sure. It's been decriminalized to a degree here in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to the concealed handgun unit. I've talked to the attorney general's office, and no one even has a straight answer for us here. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. I think that, that she has a great case in Florida, 
because this is going to do a lot for us. On the 4473 form, it asks if you're an unlawful user of, of uh, controlled substances. We're speaking of marijuana right now. Um, if you check, yes, me as a dealer, mm-hmm. I, I'm not supposed to even submit the background check. Shut the, shut the sale down right, right there. Right. If you check no, then you're lying on a federal form. Right. And that's you up to five that. years. I think the maximum fine is ten or $11,000. Yeah. But with the rabbit hole I went down last night in this, and you're going <laughs> to dig it, um, less you. than 3% of cases where people have lied on this form specifically mm-hmm. have been tried. Okay. The biggest of which that didn't what? get tried is Hunter Biden. Oh, really? When he, because when he purchased firearms, mm-hmm. he at the time mm-hmm. was using marijuana. And then we have other proof that shows other things as well. Mm-hmm. And nothing, there's been no forward motion in that case. Mm, or, so any case or any case related to Hunter that. Biden. <laughs> so if we're looking at less I'm than sorry, 3%, threw that right on in there, if we're looking I? at less than 3% that have actually gone to court and have been tried over this, why does the question even still exist? That's what I was about to ask you. Why the hell is it there if they don't seemingly don't care? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, well, we'll pursue it when we think we should pursue mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think she has a very good case. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that when the government starts, the wheels start rolling with this, and, and as we start moving forward, I don't see a change to the form within the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it took them... Uh, a year and a half, and they now have finally they added instead of male and female, you now have male, female, and non-binary on the form, mm-hmm. um, which I think people know my stance on that. Um, but I don't see a change to this form coming out any any soon at all mm-hmm. with this. But I think that she's doing the right thing. You know, it's, it's I, I've agreed with quite a few Democrats and quite a few Republicans, mm-hmm. and I, I think that she's doing the right thing here. And she, someone brought something to her attention, or she saw herself. And I'm very happy that she's speaking up. And that's exactly what happened. She saw herself in the situation because she is a gun owner. And a concealed and she's also a car-carrying uh, yep. medical marijuana uh, user. So it, it affects her directly, and that's why she filed the suit. Yeah, because I mean, she, hey. she's already she's, – she is a firearm. She's a proponent of the Second Amendment. She's a medical marijuana car carrier, and she's a Florida concealed carry permit holder. Wow. And Florida – so our concealed carry permit, the application, the laws that we have are based off of Florida's. So that's why this case specifically Mm, has a lot to do with Louisiana. Very interesting on that point as well, which Mm. I didn't did not realize. You know, every time you come here on Fridays, there's always like 10 million little nuggets of information that people glean from this, even if they're not into firearms. Well, I I am. And like we talked about it earlier, I am a student of like, yes, I'm, I'm hungry for education. Yes. Um, granted, the things that I study are the things that really interest me, firearms, the laws related to them and so forth. Uh, and I I try to constantly learn every day. And I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm surrounded by a lot of good people at the shop uh, who push me to learn and be better every day. See, <clears throat> I want to be like Caleb Morse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some bumper stickers? We're, we're getting bumper stickers. That's it. No, no, I'm not even asking anybody. So what's the bumper sticker going to say? Caleb Morse is my guy? No, it's going to say, I want to be like Caleb Morse, man. Well, there you go. Right? <laughs> you know, and but really, because it, I'm with you in the sense that I always love to to read things. I like to read history in particular. But no joke, you kind of mentioned going down the rabbit hole. Sometimes when I am looking for something for a story, I have to be super careful 
Because Ian and I are both like the, oh, look, something shiny. Well, no, yeah. it's it's what happens is as y'all start uncovering things, you mm-hmm. find other strings. And then yeah. the two of y'all are very inquisitive by nature, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're like, well, why why is this? Mm-hmm. You know, And you want to know the why to the how. Mm-hmm. And you find one string, you find two strings, you find three <laughs> strings. And next thing you know, it's four days later. And you haven't changed your pants, <laughs> and you're still and you're still down the Wikipedia rabbit hole, still uh, climbing down or digging further uh, deeper, mm-hmm. digging uh, further deeply. So what <laughs> what we're really saying here, after all of this today, is not only does Ian not have any shoes, the poor man probably doesn't have any pants. That's right. I mean, look, <laughs> if I, I can was... neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> It's it's all in your daily priorities, right? That's right. That's a good point. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Caleb Morse, the rustic renegade. We you you, me, anyone can find him at twenty eight forty two northeast of Angeline Thruway, and it's not just firearms. There are a lot of interesting things at your shop. I mean, there's coffee. You still got beard oil? I got plenty of beard oil. Okay. And then we recently um I, I linked back to what uh, Alex Saison. Uh-huh. And uh, brought in the Sorak yeah. de Saison. Um, so, like, yesterday, uh, I, I might, I will say it. Uh, so, yesterday, like, 3 o'clock, I was like, you know what? It's it's uh, it's old-fashioned time. Uh, so, I actually grabbed a bottle of Sorak de Saison and, and made some old fashions right there in the middle of the shop. Uh, and and it was te- I was teaching people how to make old fashions and everything else. Uh, so, you never know what will happen. That's right. Now, Alex's stuff, and I have to say this, and I, and I say this not just because Alex is a 2001 graduate of Beauchamp High School, but <laughs> Syrup de Saison is some really good stuff if you can get your hands on it. Uh, it it's, it's very impressive. And then the story behind it, you know, I've had a, a few good chances to talk to him and everything else. And, and he's the right kind of people doing the right kind of stuff. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, Caleb, as always, it was fun to, to talk to you today. Great to see you. And again, we learned something. So thank you. Well, y'all enjoy y'all's weekend. We shall we try. We will. See you next week, my friend. Yes, indeed. It's coming up now on 738 on Acadiana's Morning News. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. It is coming up now on 744 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan. Ian, I have an announcement. What? Uh, Jonathan Touchet. I'm officially uh-huh. meeting him. He's actually really? in the studio. Hey. Happyville PD. And he's embarrassed he about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> look, look, he's kind of, oops, I see a little bit of rosy cheeks. He's like, look, people, I don't like attention. <laughs> if you don't like attention, oh, that's right. The PIOs are the guys and, and ladies who don't like attention. They just get put in the role. Yeah, I know. It's so funny how, like, it is. It's true. Public information officers, it never, like, ceases to amaze me. They're like, no, no, no. I don't want the spotlight. And I'm like, wait, but. I have to ask you this, this, all this stuff. 
Um, so this is really, really neat. So um, Eddie Longlinay with Crime Stoppers of Vermillion is here. And Lieutenant Jonathan Touchette with Abbeville PD. And Mr. Touchette is their spokesperson. Sir, good morning. Good morning. Good it morning. is so great to officially meet you in person. You too. Uh, well, we, and we talk about you all the time because we we constantly get press releases about various uh, right. issues. Um, okay. But Bernadette, that is always in a positive way. You're talking about him, right? Oh, I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah absolutely. Just making sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm sitting here, yeah, of course. <laughs> now we know you have awesome sense of humor. That's cool. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of curious, Crime Stoppers wise, what direction are we going in today? Well, this week, uh, the reason uh, I asked uh, Lieutenant uh, Tuchet to come in, we have we've uh, partnered together, and this was at the very beginning when we started Crime Stoppers. Mm-hmm. It's an entire parish. It's it, it, it's not just the sheriff's office. It's not just Abbeville, but it's uh, all the the cities within the parish are, are participants within Crime Stoppers. So this week, Lieutenant uh, Jonathan uh, Tuchet, they had. Uh, something that we featured, and that's why I brought him here to talk about. I love it. Let's talk a little bit about this case. Tell us what we need to know, sir. Sure. Um, on April 9th of this year, at approximately 2.50 p.m., we had a shooting incident uh, on East Oak Street. Um, our investigators began uh, their job. You know, they were able to determine uh, what happened in, in the incident. Uh, we are currently looking for the, our shooter, who is uh, Mr. Jalen Vini? We have already made one arrest in the case uh, for a Mr. Bradley Broussard who assisted in the shooting. Mm-hmm. So we just need this this other guy. Absolutely, we need to get this shooter off the street before yeah. he ends up hurting someone else. Yeah, and um, guys, you know that we follow Vermilion Crime Stoppers. We follow all the agencies that are working to combat crime. And you can see it on our social media. You can go to their social media if you want to check it out. Um, the last thing we want is somebody dangerous out there. And sometimes, you know, there are people that are going to know uh, a potential suspect's or a suspect's whereabouts. Absolutely. Especially with Crime Stoppers. Uh, some people are maybe a little scared to call the police directly for whatever reason, whether it be a mistrust or uh, they don't know if. You know, if, if their their tip is going to be heard with Crime Stoppers, they can report this anonymously. And um, depending on if their tip does lead to the rest uh, of the subject, they can actually financially gain from this. Mm-hmm. And hey, little money never hurt anybody, huh? That's right. And just to <laughs> remind everybody, it's 740-TIPS, or they can download and log on to the P3 app. And I get all the uh, all the Crime Stopper tips, Dude, and uh, okay. and Jonathan uh, knows that, or Lieutenant Tuchat knows uh, anything that's related to Abbeville Police Department. Uh, it goes straight to him, and then he disseminates uh, where it needs to be. So we we partnered with this at the very beginning, and uh, we're happy to be working together with it too. So let me ask you: I, I would assume immediately once you get something from um, Eddie Longlinay, you're taking a look at it, and then the detectives are notified. I'm assuming right away. Here's what we've got. Correct. Their offices are just down the hall from mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as I receive the information, I look at it, and then we I go straight to the head of our detective division, mm-hmm. and uh, they immediately begin beca- uh, begin investigating. It. And, you know, we've often said on this show, it doesn't matter if you think it's just a tiny bit of information. Those are sometimes the things that will just 
ultimately crack the case wide open. That's correct. And also, again, reminding people in the last couple of weeks are what we've talked about is the um, accessory after the fact, the harboring. So mm-hmm. if, uh, if somebody knows about it and, and they're assisting and they're you know, fleeing the law enforcement, they can be charged as well and, and get up to five years. So we just want to keep reminding people of that. We don't want anybody else to, to be in trouble to go down with, uh, with the suspect themselves. Absolutely. And, you know, it's something that we often don't talk about, and I'm glad you've worked to help us let people know and remind them, hey, you know, you may think, oh, there's nothing to this. The, they're not going to think about me or they won't prosecute me. No, that's a real reality. That's correct. You yeah. know, family and friends, you, you're not really helping that person and you are certainly not helping yourself. Yep. All right. 740 tips. So as we always do, so what what other stuff's happening in Vermilion Parish? Well, this weekend, actually tomorrow, there's a cornhole tournament, and oh, I'm sure cool. Bernadette, you're probably going to show cornhole up and compete tournament. on this one. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I, I, I'm is, terrible at it. Is Ian talking? I, I don't. I, uh, I don't have headphones on, so I don't oh, know. Oh, sorry, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. No, I heard cornhole tournament. Now the question is, is there money involved in this cornhole That's tournament? Because I'll fly back to I'll fly back to Louisiana to compete if there's money involved. I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I know it's a benefit is to, to raise money for the Erath Catholic Church. Uh, but anyway, if you okay. want to show up, Ian, uh, the registration's at 9, and it's at the uh, the park in Erath, and uh, the tournament starts at 12. So uh, if you want to be there, I'm sure they'd be happy to have you. <laughs> I have to catch a 9 o'clock flight from Charlotte to Lafayette, but we'll do our best. I think there's a song in there somewhere. I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> And then uh, Sunday, uh, let me see. Yeah, Sunday we have the Gate on Duck Festival. They're having uh, a crawfish boil. Mm. And also Sunday, St. Anne's Catholic Church in Cow Island is having a crawfish boil. So wow. that's a, if anybody's hungry for crawfish, that might be the place to be. Um, Let's just then, hope the TV folks properly type Gate on Duck Festival this year. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> I, I, yes. I, I didn't hear everything you said, but I know what you said. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> typos can be a real pain. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and let me see, Wednesday, uh, we have Abbeville uh, 4-H Buyers Banquet. And then next Friday, uh, we have the Abbeville Chamber of Commerce uh, is having their uh, annual golf tournament. So, uh, And I'm saying it this week for next week because if anybody is interested in competing in their, their golf tournament, that might be a good thing to do. And that's going to be at the Southern Oaks Country yeah. Club in Abbeville. Yeah, golfers, y'all get out and, and get involved in that. Well, it sounds like y'all got a lot going on. Yep. So we get to hit two fronts. We talk about things we need to stay aware of and then fun stuff we can do that's right it's not all bad bernie that's right wait i just make it bad oh <laughs> i gotta learn a new way and maybe not eddie long Lene and jonathan tuchet thank y'all so much for your time thank today. you so much for having thank us you, have a great weekend y'all too it's coming up now on 752 on acadiana's morning news I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. A sell-off in government bond continues as investors assess the latest sign that the Federal Reserve will move to raise interest rates more quickly than it has in the recent past. In morning trading, the steep rally in government bond yields continued, sending the yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note to 2.950%. Yields rise when bond prices decline. 
U.S. stock futures are trading lower, and so are overgates. U.S. airlines say they're approaching cruising altitude after a weak quarter. They expect to be profitable as Americans return to travel the biggest numbers since the start of Carlos Ghosn, the former executive leading when Nissan expressed surprise by earlier reports, which stated that French prosecutors had issued an international warrant for him for allegedly funneling millions of dollars of Renault funds for his personal use. And that's your Fox Business Report. I'm Salchi Ingresso, invested in you. Okay, guys, we got trays up for takeoff. Where's Dad? Oh, he's in the back. We could only get three seats together. Daddy has my pillow. We'll get it later. Can you not put your feet up, please? Why aren't we going? We must be in line for takeoff. What's security? Well, that was a different line. I have to go. We just sat down. We have to go. The seatbelt sign's on. I aren't we moving? Hey, no kicking. We're just 15th in line for takeoff. Son of a... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Garveying. Learn more at GoRVing.com. It is coming up now on 754 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, you know, good morning, Acadiana, especially if you're just joining us. All right, we got about six minutes till the top of the hour, which means All right. a lot of people are heading into the office today. So if you have to go to the office today, we're sorry. We hope you maybe um get to hang out outside today a little bit. Because, look, it's going to be sunny for the most part. And a high at 85 today. So I think that should pretty much put people in a good mood. It should. It's a beautiful day to get outside. A beautiful day in the neighborhood, as Mr. Rogers would say. <laughs> and go out and enjoy. Because how many times have we been? Have we complained over oh. the last few months that, oh, it's so rainy, it's so wet, all the storms, it's too cold, it's this. We finally have a nice weekend. Don't blow it, folks. Go out and enjoy it. Yeah, and take your bad attitude and put it in the cabinet. Because you can always pick that back up on Monday again. You know right. what I'm saying? We heard Eddie mention the Cornhole Tournament. We mentioned him mention the Gate on Duck Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, the HUFA Festival is going on in Arneville this weekend. You have the Boudin Festival in Scott. You have so many different events going on around Acadiana that if, that if you don't get out, that, well, maybe you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're funny. Hey, speaking about getting out and doing stuff, I want to tell you a story about Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, Uh-oh. this is, well, it's not one of our, like, crazy ones. This one is just pretty fascinating. You know, there are always fish tales, right? Not just mm-hmm. the tales that are on fish, but the, the men who tell stories and women who tell stories of fishing. And, you know, it's the fish was always this big and all that kind of stuff. Right, they're the worst kind of stand-up <laughs> philosophers. Absolutely. Men and size and storytelling <laughs> All right, no <but> comments. <laughs> yeah, go buy your shoes. No. Um. <laughs> Good Lord, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Um. Oh, we're both enjoying a Friday. <laughs> that girl got to go to church. Um. Go to the Gate on Duck Festival. <laughs> So let's talk about catfish. Meow. (laughs) I did that just for you, you know. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. 
today may be that day, Ian. <laughs> it is that day. <laughs> okay, so this is like one of the real stories. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so there is, people love to fish. I mean, a lot of people do. If it weren't so hot, I think I would do it. And I may just decide to pick up the habit. I've actually been kind of throwing that around in my brain because it'd be neat to go and catch a fish and actually cook it. Now, mm -hmm. you know, no one knows um, <clears throat> about the evil exploits that I've had with cooking, but hopefully I'll survive. But so this guy, his name is Eugene Cronley. He's okay. he's from Brandon, Mississippi. He really did catch a record breaking catfish. This is. This catfish was 131 pounds. Good Lord. Yeah. He told the Clarion Ledger he used rod and reel with a skipjack uh, herring. The pieces of skipjack herring as his bait. Uh -huh. uh, the record catfish was 56 inches in length. It's Wow. Yeah. The girth was 41 inches. And Cronley's, That's a lot of fillets right there. Oh, I'm telling you. Cronley says he's been fishing his whole life, but he never dreamed he would ever find a catfish that big 131 pounds so i wonder though like um because uh, i love catfish though do they fillet something like like do they usually use something like that well i don't know that's a, a yeah. good question can you do anything with something that big i don't those know those of you who do the kc fish fries call us 337-232-1542 yes. what what can you do with something that big can you fillet that can you cook it all or is is it a, or just like, something it that big do you just mount on the wall? Yeah, I've always wondered that. All right, it's coming up now on 758. We got Fox News at the top of the hour. Ian will be back with more local and state headlines, right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes. All right. Right now, 67. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Waiting for the winds. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. Officials in Arizona are waiting with dread for high winds to resume as they battle a so-called tunnel fire, which has consumed more than 20,000 acres. Dick Fleischman is with the Coconino National Forest. It's uh, disconcerting, especially on a windy day. We expect additional spotting. We expect additional uh, um, uh, potential impacts where aircraft would be beneficial. But if we can't use it, we will do what we need to do on the ground. Part of Arizona is under a state of emergency. No word on how the fire began. Now that a judge has struck down the federal mask mandate for planes, trains, and buses, some states are dealing with the issue on their own. More from Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Boston's Public Health Commission is urging people to start wearing masks again, pointing to a rise in COVID hospitalizations there, as well as a 65% increase in cases. They're calling it a recommendation, stopping short of an order. In California, Los Angeles County is keeping its mask mandate in place at airports and on public transit, as well as Uber and Lyft rides, despite changes in the federal mask mandate. And Philadelphia is ditching its indoor mask mandate less than a week after being reinstated. City Health Health officials cite decreasing hospitalizations and a leveling off of COVID cases. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to sign a bill just passed by the state legislature to strip Disney World of its self-governing status. 
DeSantis is at odds with Disney after the company's CEO pledged to fight Florida's so-called don't say gay bill. It would limit what teachers could tell students in third grade and under about sexual orientation. America is listening to Fox News. If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Mexico is moving security personnel to its side of the U.S. border. A massive convoy of Mexican military and police showed up on the Mexican side of the river. It was a huge show of force, and Fox News is told it was all part of a security agreement recently made between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the governor of the Mexican state of Coahuila. More border enforcement on the Mexican side in exchange for Texas dropping enhanced vehicle inspections on trucks coming in from Mexico. But after that Mexican convoy left, illegal crossings into Eagle Pass continued in broad daylight. Fox's Bill Malugin in Eagle Pass, Texas. President Biden's in Seattle this morning to celebrate Earth Day. He traveled there from Oregon where he highlighted transportation projects made possible by the bipartisan infrastructure bill. He was in Portland, Oregon to see improvements at that city's airport. 20 million people travel from this airport every year, bringing 330,000 metric tons of cargo in and out of this state through this airport. The president also took part in Democratic fundraisers in Portland and in nearby Seattle, Washington. Fox's Grinnell Scott. A week of memorials begins about now for the NFL quarterback killed this month in a highway accident. Fox's Matt Napolitano has a preview. Pittsburgh Steelers fans created a makeshift memorial to Dwayne Haskins outside Heinz Field ahead of today's public memorial service in the city for the late quarterback. Haskins was killed April 9th after being struck by a dump truck and then a second vehicle as he tried to cross a Florida highway after getting stranded on the side of the road, according to his widow Calabria. The Center Alliance Church on Pittsburgh's north side will host a public visitation this morning. A memorial service is also set for tomorrow in Haskins' hometown of Rockaway Township, New Jersey, with a vigil then set to take place in Potomac, Maryland, Sunday where the former Ohio State football standout played high school ball. Fox's Matt Napolitano, I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Before we get to the news, Bernie, I have to mention our good friend Steve Peliquin. Yeah, His favorite actress is on TV right now. Alyssa Milano and apparently a charmed uh, marathon is on TNT for those of you who care. That's what we do during commercial breaks on the road. We flip through TV to find whatever is on. So 
there. You are hilarious. You are you there? I don't hear you. Oh, sorry. I was messing with some buttons. Sorry. There you go. I know. Our friends across the hall needed their traffic. So you had to, <laughs> you had to press one button, press another, and all that jazz. So I had to make there the magic. Go. This is the third time this trip that Stevie P has come up. Uh, Alyssa Milano on TV today. We passed at Denny's the day before yesterday, and yep. someone ate at a Dairy Queen in his honor, driving between St. <laughs> Louis and Chicago. So there you go. Oh, uh, I love it. It is 8.09. What does the widget say right now? The widget says it's beautiful, a sunny day right now, 67 degrees. Sunny day, sweeping the clouds away okay mm-hmm. we reference we got sesame street we have mr rogers we're gonna yep. stop before we get to barney okay. uh bradley benoit says mostly sunny high of 85 today a full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for news talk 96.5 kpel it's friday we start in lafayette with details about thursday's deputy involved shooting off pinhook road one person is in custody in connection with that incident Happened around 6.15 in the morning on Fox Run Avenue. According to a sheriff's office spokesperson, Draper Harrison got into a fight with the deputy after the deputy approached him. The spokesperson says during that fight, Harrison grabbed the deputy's taser and tried uh, tried to use it on him. That's when, according to the spokesperson, the deputy shot Harrison. Harrison ran away from the scene. Deputies found him about three hours later. He was taken uh, taken to the hospital for minor injuries. He's facing aggravated assault, disarming an officer, and resisting arrest charges. Deputies also say Harrison has an outstanding warrant on drugs charges. To New Iberia we go. The man wanted in connection to uh, with two Easter shootings. Hold on. Take that back. To Iberia Parish, the man wanted in connection with two Easter weekend armed robberies is in custody. One of those armed robberies involved a shooting. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. surrendered to deputies on Thursday. Police say Thibodeau shot one of the two armed robbery victims in the head. That victim remains in the hospital where he's critical. Thibodeau is facing a first attempted first-degree murder charge, as well as armed robbery and other charges. Back in Lafayette, an Arneville man is now formally charged with second-degree murder in the fentanyl overdose death of a UL student. The Lafayette Parish Grand Jury indicted Damian Bernard on Thursday. He's accused of giving a pill laced with fentanyl to John Therese Broussard. She collapsed on Jefferson Street on the night of October 23rd and died a week later. In a separate fentanyl case, the grand jury indicted Kermit Gobert on a second-degree murder charge. He's accused of giving Shadesha Derisel a deadly dose of heroin and fentanyl before leaving his and her children alone with the body inside a Karen Crow apartment. In St. Mary Parish, the Bayou, Bayou Shen will be closed while crews complete work on the new Bayou Shen floodgate. That closure begins Monday morning at 7, lasts until Wednesday at 5. Back in Lafayette, Councilman Glenn Lazard will hold a town hall meeting to discuss planned renovations at Hyman Park. That meeting is scheduled for Monday night at 6 o'clock in the Hyman Park Rec Center's conference room. If you listen to our Trooper Tuesday segments, you know that people in pickup trucks are less likely to wear seatbelts than drivers of cars. State police now going to step up seatbelt enforcement among those riding in pickup trucks. Kevin Gallagher has a story. Saturday marks the start of the week-long Buckle Up in Your Truck campaign. To make sure we're enforcing the law, Uh, as it pertains to people uh, wearing their their seatbelts, particularly in pickup trucks. That's Louisiana Highway Safety Commission spokesman Mark Lambert, who says they're supplying police and sheriff's offices with grant money to make sure drivers and passengers are buckled up in a pickup truck. So if you're in the back seat, uh, you also uh, have to be wearing your seatbelt. The law pertains to you as well. Lambert says violators will face a $50 fine. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Remember, kids, it's not kosher to ride in the bed of the truck anymore. It's not the 90s anymore. At the Capitol, a bill banning local and state governments from issuing COVID vaccine mandates has cleared the House. The bill would also ban private businesses from enforcing vaccine mandates in their establishments. 
Meanwhile, a $38 billion budget proposal is on its way to the Senate. The House approved the spending document on Thursday. Kevin Gallagher has those details. The budget bill funds higher ed, provides teacher pay hikes, and has no significant cuts to any department. Bill author and appropriations chair Jerome Zarang says it checks all the boxes. It replaces all temporary fund balances from fiscal year 22 and uses no one-time money for recurring expenses. Lafayette Representative Blake Miguez worries the growing budget fails to figure in the expiration of a temporary sales tax hike passed in 2016 and set to expire in less than two years. We are locking in and forcing this legislature to vote on another tax increase in 2025. Zarang response? We are actually preparing for that in anticipation. House Bill 1 passed overwhelmingly and now moves to the Senate. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Sports, New Orleans Pelicans host the Phoenix Suns in Game 3 of the Western Conference semifinals tonight. Game time is set for 8.30 in the Smoothie King Center. The Pelicans' recent success has fans flocking to see the team play in person. It's also created some new fans. David Grubb reports. Perhaps no fan base has been more maligned than that of the New Orleans Pelicans, but that isn't the case now as the Pels postseason run has led to a surge of support. Rel Myers, co-founder of the Pels 12 fan group, says it's an exciting time. It's been kind of like this whirlwind thing. It's just clear that everybody wants in on what this team has got going on right now. The Pelicans' top brass has taken notice, reaching out to Myers and others to energize the new members of the flock. They know about what we're doing, and they're doing what they can to help us. Um, bring people together as well. Myers says this is only the beginning for the team and the fans. Definitely feels like the start of something even bigger. I'm David Grubb. Let's see if those fans stick around next year because you know Louisiana has the most fair weather fans of all. They love oh, the Pelicans oh. now because they're in the playoffs, <laughs> but if they lose in the first round, if the Phoenix Suns somehow manage to battle their injuries and win, mm-hmm. or if the Pels get off to a slow start next year, those $5 tickets will be back. You know it. Yeah. And these fans will be like, the New Orleans who? <laughs> Look, I hate saying it, but it's true. Uh, it's the same thing with the Saints. If the Saints have a down year this year without Drew Brees and without Sean Payton, those nosebleed seats are going to go for awfully cheap. I remember just, what was it, five, six years ago, uh, the Saints had come off a 7-9 season. I bought tickets to a game late in the season. The Saints and the Jets for 7 bucks in the 600 section. Ah, $7 tickets. That's unheard of anywhere in professional sports. But I got them at a Saints game a few years ago because, well, nobody thought the Saints would do well. Everybody's like, ah, the Saints suck again. Right, We're not right, going to buy right, tickets. Right. Hey, that's good. You stay away, you Fairweather fans. Gives me cheap seats. <laughs> uh, I, I get you, man. I totally get that. I'm with you. Though I learned a long time ago, never buy the Atomic Blonde a cheap seat because she's afraid of heights. <laughs> Made that mistake once before, never making that again. <laughs> the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team resumes Sunbelt play this weekend at Georgia State. Game one scheduled for tonight at 5 o'clock Central. Game two tomorrow at 3 Central. Game three Sunday at noon Central. Again, Cajuns fans, make note of that time change on Sunday. They pushed it up a few hours to allow the, same, or to allow the Cajuns rather, an opportunity to travel back at a decent time. The Louisiana Raging Cajun softball team also on the road. They take on Appalachian State. Game one today scheduled for 4 o'clock Central. Game two tomorrow at 1 Central. Game three Sunday at 11 Central. By the way, Cajuns riding a nine-game win streak entering today's contest. In boxing, Tyson Fury puts his World Heavyweight Championship on the line against Dylan White tomorrow. The two Brits will fight at Wembley Stadium in London. Fury claims he's retiring after the fight, but don't hold your breath. Mega Millions jackpot at $22 million tonight. Powerball jackpot at $400 million tomorrow. Lotto at $1.1 million tomorrow. Night in the Easy Five at $130,000 tomorrow night. All right, Bernie. Yes, sir. We have time for how many and finalies? Uh, you, we have time for a few. It's cool. What's up? 
Okay, so we did a world record uh, earlier about a nurse breaking uh, the marathon and scrubs record. Yes. We have a new world record uh, in another category, or okay. an attempt at a world record, I should say, a British nonprofit that maintains culturally significant sites in and around the UK. Uh-huh. Announced it is seeking 1,897 people to break this record. Would you like to know what record this nonprofit organization is trying to break? Uh, yes. Would you like to guess? Um, that number seems kind of significant, but I, I don't know why. Um, are they going to, I don't know, have a dance competition of some sort? No, you're right that the number is significant. 1897. Okay. Okay. That was when Bram Stoker's Dracula <gasps> was first published. Oh, of course. So this organization, English Heritage, wants 1,897 people to wear vampire costumes in <laughs> honor of the cel- uh, of the anniversary oh. and in the process set the Guinness World Record for largest gathering of people dressed as vampires. Okay, when is this? Is this, this coming is soon? This next month. It's oh. May 26th at Whitby Abbey. It's a 13th century Gothic abbey oh, that served cool. as the inspiration for the novel. Oh, man. Why don't we have enough money to cross the pond? We could do such a fun show from there. Well, we could always try to break the record ourselves here because here's the thing. The folks over at Guinness say, uh, Uh uh, let's see. Oh, okay. There are strict regulations. I thought it said there are not strict regulations. So there's strict regulations for what counts. So they need black pants or skirts, black shoes, waistcoats, black capes, collared overalls, and a set of artificial fangs. (laughs) So you have to follow those particular rules. Yes, you have to follow those particular guidelines. Okay, well, at least we know our guidelines. Maybe we could do it here just in spirit. Now, my question is, is there a Guinness record for the number of people gathered addresses count Chocula? Oh, Ian, that is so much better. That is so much better. It's a, it's a lot more fun Absolutely. with that. Absolutely. All right, let's go back to animals. We talked about the cat who was the mayor of Hell, Minnesota, yes. or excuse me, Hell, Michigan earlier. Um, let's go to Lake Tahoe for our latest edition of Bear Watch. I love it. Tell me more. So California homeowner heard some rumbling coming from under her house during, mm-hmm. uh, the winter. Mm-hmm. Well, when spring arrived, she got her answer. Five bears came out of hibernation. What? Five? Like, that's kind of scary. Yeah, they were living under the house. They were hibernating under the house during the winter, and they crawled out last week. The homeowner told uh, the Bear League, that's an animal rescue group for those of you keeping score at home, she and other residents of the house had heard a rumbling sound that sounded like snoring. Well, they were right. It was snoring. The neighbors thought they were just hearing things. They thought they were going slightly mad. Yeah. But when spring arrived and she heard the mother bear waking up under the house. Oh. What did they Apparently, do? Mama Bear gave birth to three cubs last year, ended uh-huh. up adopting a fourth that had been orphaned. So they all emerged from the house last week, and they've moved on. The Bear League says uh, the bears apparently are doing well because now they're back with nature. So. Oh, yeah. Aww. So this is a good bear watch it and is. a literal bear watch because these people watch the bears come yeah. out yeah, and I from mean, under the home. How strange. I would think I was going nuts, too, because you're like, wait a minute. I think I hear snoring, but it, that can't be snoring. You know, I mean, that's weird. But fun. And in California, if you're hearing mm-hmm. snoring from inside your house, it's one of two things. Mm-hmm. It's either bears under your house mm-hmm. or someone who broke in fell asleep. Yeah, I know. It was little Goldilocks, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And finally, to Florida we go for this one. Hello, Florida. We go to Florida, and this is not a Florida man story. No, 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 no. Okay. Police in Tallahassee have shared body camera footage of a foot chase 
involving an unusual arrest and an unusual suspect. Oh, okay. What's going on? Officers were called to a Tallahassee apartment complex to capture a goat <laughs> that had been running loose around the property. <laughs> In the video, an officer asks audibly, Am I supposed to tackle a goat? Are you crazy? That thing has got pointy things. I'm from New Jersey. We don't see goats, in quote. <laughs> the footage shows the officers chasing the goat until it flees into a hallway and is placed under, quote, arrest by the officers. No word if the officer from New Jersey was part of the arrest. Yeah, I bet he wasn't. I would run like a little scaredy cat, too, unless I that was may that may be the best line since I'm tired of these <laughs> monkey-loving snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Or monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Am I supposed to tackle a goat? You crazy? That thing's got pointy things. I'm from New Jersey. We don't see goats. No, that, we got cougars, if somebody has goats. to take that and work that into a movie, whether it's Reno 911 or something else, that is a movie quote waiting to happen. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted a baby goat, though. You know, one of those little miniature goats. Mm -hmm. Have you seen, speaking of baby goats and miniature goats, have you seen goat yoga? Yes, I have. That I'm, is a thing. And for as odd as it seems, it it seems weirdly interesting. Yeah, but we're kind of weird and interesting ourselves. So there's yes. that, Ian. The Some people listening people. are probably like, we don't want a goat to... Poop on us while we're doing no, well, our No, yoga. I think they're trained. I think, or and they wear <laughs> diapers too. But the thing with that is, I saw a couple of my former KTC folks do it after they moved on to other markets, and that's why it's like you know, this doesn't seem like a bad idea. It kind of seems relaxing. You know, when someone says to me, "I need to put a diaper on a goat to get relaxed," I'm thinking maybe they got other issues. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. But then again, I might go put a diaper on a goat to try to relax. <laughs> Intervals of clouds and sunshine out there today across Acadiana. Warm into the afternoon, middle 80s. Southeasterly winds at around 8 to 12 miles per hour. Temperatures tonight heading for the middle 60s. And then a pretty similar weather pattern as we head into the weekend. Warm and breezy out there. Isolated rain chances arriving on Sunday at around 20%. But slightly better rain chances holding off until the early parts of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, sunshine, 67 degrees. I got a full tank of energy because I got to sleep never bed, people. You know what? I don't need to put a diaper on a goat and do goat yoga because I got to sleep never bed. So look, let's take the path that involves getting a bed that actually works with you to help you get the best night's sleep possible. Because I know people are just, oh, boy, burning that candle at both ends. Time is exhausting. Life is exhausting. But a sleep number bed can help you get what you need, which is a great night's sleep. Why? Because the bed can actually monitor how you're sleeping. So each day you wake up feeling better than the day before. It knows how many times your heart is beating. It knows if you toss and turn a bunch in the middle of the night. And not only do you get to pick your own sleep number for your bed? Like if you want it soft and kind of cuddly, you can pick number 20 or you can do 60 like me. That's kind of mid road. Or if you want it on 90 because you want the bed to be firm, you have that just by pushing a button 
And you do not have to share that number with your spouse. Uh-huh. Speaking of numbers, you also get a sleep IQ score, which lets you know with all that technology how well you slept the night before. See, it's a genius bed. I'm telling you, your whole life is going to change. When you get a great night's sleep, you get to take off the Mr. Grumpy pants and put on the happy pants. Just another reason to get a sleep number bed. Proven quality sleep. They got the years of data to back it up. You know, every great day is going to start with a great night's sleep. Don't miss Sleep Number's weekend special. Save a thousand bucks on the Sleep Number most popular bed. That is the i8 360 smart bed. There's even special financing. It's going to end this Monday, so you better go today. And you can find out info at sleepnumber.com. But I say just go straight to the store. Ask all the questions. You'll be able to lie down on the bed. You're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? It's amazing. Amazing. Special financing subject credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. So you got to check that out at sleepnumber.com. But you should go over to that store. Get yourself a great bed. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now. Traffic. All right, checking the landscape for traffic. We do have one little fender bender this morning. It's on Ambassador Caffrey between Frimboostani and Vero School Road. That's on Ambassador between Frimboostani and Vero School Road. Other than that, things are looking great out there. So make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there. With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple and easy, effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Navage. Available at Navage.com. It is coming up now on 831 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee and Ian Oze here with you on a Friday. Ian, I am not alone. You're not alone. I am not alone. And I'm in your seat. <laughs> yep, Kate Labou joining us to talk about Burrow and Boys. Yes, she stole your seat. <laughs> That's all right. She's good people. <laughs> you are right about that. Okay, she has she has a story that's totally going to top one of your stories this morning, though. Okay, Kate, tell him. Okay. So when we went to do the St. Jude run in uh, Memphis in December, we got $3 tickets to see the Memphis Grizzlies and the Oklahoma Thunder. Oh, wow. Yes. And my son is a Trey Mann, you know, fan. He wasn't there, I don't think, at the time. But um, but it was a great game. And Memphis is doing so well. It was exciting. I was so. about to say, was this this year? Yep, December of 2021. This is a team that's on a roll and only $3 tickets? Good Lord. $3. We bought them that day, $3. Three bucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know, and that's right? also the benefit of buying tickets the day of, especially for regular season games. They never sell out. You can get them for cheap at the gate. So that well done there. And obviously they were nosebleed, but we were ended up on the 10th row because it was empty. <laughs> it was amazing. And you moved down. That's yep. how you do it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. God, I didn't know it was like I was like, oh, that's sweet. No, that's extra sweet. Oh, it's it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Speaking of amazing. So, y'all, Kate is here to talk about the friend razor. You're like, wait a minute. Isn't it fundraiser? No. We mentioned this before. It's friend raiser. And boy, y'all got a lot of great prizes. We do. It's our uh, raffle to benefit Boys and Girls Club. And Giles has uh, 
donated and we're raffling off a 2022 Nissan Altima. We also have $1,500 from Bradley Beck uh, State Farm. We have uh, Redler Russell's given a year membership or the cash equivalent. And we have $500 from Stein and $500 from Robert M. So it's great prizes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, a lot of people think Boys and Girls Club and they may just think, oh, a child might go there after school. It is so much more than that, though. So much more than that. For $25 for the entire school year, a family can send their child. They get fed. They get tutoring and academic assistance. But they also get enrichment like music, art. Um, you know, as they get older, because it's 6 to 18-year-olds that we keep, uh, they the programming that we give them levels up. So when they get to teenage, they're learning more about, um, you know, skills that are applicable to them as teenagers. And they're also getting... Um, we do college campus tours. We can talk to SLCC and show them the career opportunities. They get money matters and all these classes that'll really help them um, develop the fundamentals that they need to, to make, be successful in life as a teenager. And one of the big things you said, like you said, money matters. Yes. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. you can't say enough about that for any young person. The more they get about that as they're growing up, the better they'll be equipped later absolutely, on. Absolutely. Absolutely. My husband and I've taught a financial peace class and, and adults need this. We yes. should we should have all we should all have this literacy, financial literacy class. But it's really important for for people who are walking into uh considering their first job and not yes. not knowing what opportunities are out there. We're trying to show them that, but then also understand how to balance and use that money wisely, access other opportunities, grants, resources, anything. AmeriCorps, we do we push AmeriCorps grants. A lot of our kids age out and then they come back to us as, as workers through AmeriCorps. So it's it's amazing to see the transition of these kids from six to 18 and then going on beyond. We make sure they walk out with a plan. Gosh, you know, when you so when you're donating to Boys and Girls Club, you're donating to make a kid better, not just for today, not for next year. These are lifelong lessons for hopefully kids that will stay right here in our community, you That's know? What we encourage, yep. And, and so our three pillars are academic success, healthy lifestyles and habits, because we want them to take care of their bodies and, and their minds and make good decisions, but also um, uh, good citizenship. We want them to do, uh, we want to be future leaders. So we're trying to just put, pour those fundamentals into them. And we think if they're healthy and we've given them the academic assistance, then they are going to be successful because their leadership skills will just take over. Okay, so when we donate to this, and tickets are only $5, $5. for a chance to win. Yes, wow. to win a car, $5. I want your $5. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, to win a car. So you can't, you cannot get a better deal now because cars, as I have a, six, a girl turning 16 in May, I can tell you cars are scarce and expensive. Oh, so. God, I can't even yeah. imagine what the market yeah. must be mm -hmm. for that. Is there a limit on the number of tickets you can buy? Absolutely not. <laughs> Come out and buy $10,000 worth of tickets if you want. I hope, you, I hope you get get that car because you still can't get a car for ten thousand dollars this day so it's still a deal <laughs> no. uh, you mentioned you mentioned some of the other prizes and that reds membership or the cash equivalent oh, a reds wow. membership depending on which one you get is between four year between what about six and eight hundred bucks it was, so, no it's closer to about a thousand to twelve hundred so oh wow i didn't mm -hmm. shows how much i pay attention to my bill but uh <laughs> it uh, when uh, when you win that that by itself even if you take the cash equivalent that's a huge hunk of change right there. So for $5, you're helping a great organization and could wind up getting something great in return as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all for the kids. So please um, consider, you know, investing in that because we can only help as many kids as we can find assistance for. So um, the, the more dollars we can raise, the more kids we can make a positive effect on, the more people we can employ and the more highly trained staff we can employ. And we always want to, you know, attract, um, like I said, AmeriCorps helps us get those 
people pursuing their college degrees and their uh, master's degrees, and it helps them with tuition assistance. So, I mean, that. it's just such a great program all around from every level. We try to make sure that our our staff is our, our staff has opportunities to go beyond and, and get leadership skills, but the youth especially God. when important to them. I love how everything continues to kind of. This works with this. Mm-hmm. We add another block of it. This works in conjunction yeah. with these first two. You guys continually over the years have just added on yep. to get as much enrichment for everybody that, that touches Boys and Girls Club. Thank you. Yeah, we have seven clubs now in six parishes. So wow. we're, we're trying to uh, help as many youth as we can and as yeah. many places as we can and in many areas of their life as we can. So Gosh. it's that's all we're trying to do is just make sure that um, – that, that tomorrow looks better for everybody in our yeah, community. Yeah, absolutely. So look, the prizes again, okay, the grand prize is uh, the Nissan Altima, the 2022 Nissan Altima from Giles, and a, a lot of other great prizes too. $500 uh, gift card from Robert M's. Oh my gosh, how fun would that be? To just go in there, you might have a massage, you can have a beautiful facial, you, you might win the $500 Stein gift card. Somebody in this room needs that really bad. <laughs> um, you might win the third prize for Red's membership that single year. That's a great prize. Or you get the monetary equivalent. And then Bradley Beck donating uh, a $1,500 prize, too. So you, you have so many chances here to win some great prizes. And you know you can have an impact on kids, which, like you said, that's six parishes of kids. Yes, You know, it's yeah. not just Lafayette, guys. Yeah. I mean... You know, yep. it's and kids in surrounding parishes, too. Absolutely. And the more and, and again, we can expand our reach if you help us do that. So love y'all that. go out, spend you can spend five dollars to everybody you want to spend five dollars. And maybe one of y'all are going to pull up with a brand new car in uh, <laughs> less than five days. So you got oh, four days. You got four days to go buy your tickets. Please, please go buy your tickets. It's BGCA Acadiana backslash fundraiser. Or you can text our kids one word um, to four, seven, four, seven, four, seven. Um, or just Google Friend Razor and Boys and Girls Club. It'll come up. Yeah, it comes up yeah. right away. And what about, is there a place, um, like a place you can actually physically go? Is it Gulf every Coast? Every Gulf Coast. I'm sorry. Every Gulf Coast bank. There's nine locations. So you can cool. go to Abbeville. You can go all over Lafayette. I think Iberia. So they um, go to Gulf Coast Bank and you can buy the physical tickets if you don't like to do online. So. Yes, Gulf Coast Bank. Thank you, Bernie, for telling me that, uh, for reminding me that. And then, um, again, text option 474747. Text our kids to that number, or you can go to uh, BGCA Katiana backslash fundraiser. I just love it. Wow. I love it. Yeah. And I'm uh, going by my ticket in a few seconds. I know. I was going to say, me too. I have the website up already. I was like, oh, yes. And if anybody doesn't want those prizes, they can buy the $5 ticket and give them to me. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. good thinking, right? <laughs> or Bernie or Ian. Yes. <laughs> Kate LeBou has been joining joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You, We're always helping the community. We appreciate y'all. Well, so we, we love doing it. That's the only reason we get in these chairs. And this is the kind of stuff that makes us happy. We I mean, it. I know I'm speaking for you, Ian, but you all that's your thing too i know mm-hmm. you, you know? well that's why we're in this job that's mm-hmm. why we're in this business to help people all right it's eight thirty nine. have a great weekend thank y'all all right thank you kate this is acadiana's home for breaking news and weather news talk 96.5 kpel depend on celebrating 20 years of enlightening acadiana moon griffon next on news talk 96.5 kpel So, Ian, I think I've decided maybe uh, your DraftKings could do like a um, 
a tassels or no tassels, which will he purchase? <laughs> I mean, it could be good, right? <laughs> well, you never know. I don't know if that's going to be one of the betting options on DraftKings. But the thing with DraftKings is you can always bet on the Pelicans and Phoenix Suns game tonight. And using code word PELICAN with a DraftKings Sportsbook application, you put a five, you make a $5 uh, deposit, put that $5 bet on any team in the NBA playoffs tonight, and you get $150 in free bets automatically. That's right. Code word Pelican, Pelican, Pelican gives you $150 in free bets with the minimum $5 deposit and bet on any NBA team in the opening round of the playoffs tonight. So download it now. It's safe. It's free. It's easy to use. It's so much fun when you have a skin in the game. That's DraftKings Sportsbook app. And don't forget about those same game parlays as well. Put as many legs on a bet the more money you could win if that parlay plays out. And if you put a $10 bet on the same game parlay using code word PELICAN and signing up at DraftKings.com, or signing up at the DraftKings Sportsbook, I should say, then if your parlay doesn't hit, well, you get an instant refund on that $10 parlay bet. So there you go. You win even without winning, if that makes any sense. $150 in free bets automatically with the $5 bet. And, of course, that rebate on the same game parlay if it doesn't hit. All that tonight with code word PELICAN, PELICAN, PELICAN on the DraftKings Sportsbook application. So download it now, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, free to download through your favorite application service you must be 21 years or older and physically in louisiana to play eligibility restrictions apply and availability varies by parish draftkings.com sportsbook for details the official licensing partner for the for DraftKings in louisiana is the golden nugget of lake charles if you have a gambling problem call 1-877-770-STOP i don't know why all this week bernie i have n- <laughs> i have just stumbled through the DraftKings Look, ads i don't know why i have done the same thing this week and I think it's because our Wonder Twin powers might be somewhat, not a lot, but just a tiny little bit, maybe less when we're not so happy physically together. Maybe that's it. Maybe you, we maybe lose like 2%. There. We might lose 2% of our Wonder Twin powers when not in the same room, I'm thinking. You think? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Either that or it's... Uh, I need hooked on phonics. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, no. No, no. Come on. It's all right. We're, it didn't know. This is fabulous, right? Uh, it is, but uh, the stumbling and bumbling and fumbling and rumbling. Well, you know, as a kid, I did have a little lisp for a time, and I did stutter for a time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. and so, I knew about the lisp, but not the stutter. Yeah, and it, the lisp was shorter than the stutter. The stutter lasted for quite some time. Um, like, you know, three, four years, uh, three to four kind of in that time frame, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, eventually went away. And part of it, I kept remembering uh, talking to my parents later. They're like, you just wouldn't shut up. Like they would tell me all the time <laughs> I wouldn't shut up. And I'm like, I know that had to be part of it because my little brain was trying so hard to get my little thoughts out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just was like, I think it was exhausted. So, Uh-oh. I don't... I we have a bear okay. watch. Oh, where's your bear watch? In Broussard. Mm. I got someone uh, who uh, put out a Facebook post saying, Broussard mm. residents, be on the lookout. Black bear in the Fairfield Mar- uh, Marcho area. And there's a photo of a bear trying to get under a carport where there's a boat parked. Oh, dude. 
Uh, okay. I will have that up at kpel965.com in just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, no, we we got to be careful around there. And again, this goes back to what we were talking about, about boarding up your stuff. This mm -hmm. is a time of year, and we are in bear country. Yeah, and that's the thing. People may not think about it, but it is happening. All right, so I want to tell folks about Life Designed in Louisiana, one of the greatest places, because if you want to support some local business people and you want to support arts and culture and do everything in one fell swoop, go to the corner of Pinhook and Marjorie Boulevard. You are going to find the most incredible artisans, whether it, it may be fun sayings on a T-shirt that you're looking for, some sort of beautiful jewelry. Maybe you're looking for some sort of crockery. I mean, no joke. Designed in Louisiana is so much fun. The items are beautiful and you're supporting local people. They're right at the corner of Penhook and Marjorie Boulevard, the physical address. If you want to put it in your phone, 1410 West Penhook, you're going to find Life Designed in Louisiana. It's a gallery and it's so much fun and the items are beautiful. For Mother's Day, now you know, 1410 West Penhook Road for Life Designed in Louisiana. And you're like, I don't want to get out today. Okay, go to the website, lifedesignedinla.com. That's life design in LA.com. Ian, we have to wrap it up for today. I'm sad. It's over already? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, God willing, if the checks don't bounce, we're back on Monday from 6 until 9 o'clock, allegedly. Bernie will be here. I'll be off the next few days. I've got some business to attend to, but mm -hmm. I'll be back on Thursday. All but right. uh, Bernie will have some great folks in my chair and uh, in the interim. I love you, Big Daddy. And in the meantime, can we all try to love one another? Amen. Love you too, boo. Uh, and it's notice I said try because I know I, I kind of fail miserably. But, hey, it happens. Hey, we're only human. <laughs> Flesh and blood. A man and woman. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit thecafa.org today. That's the CAFA.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Report. Overseas markets have tracked yesterday's Wall Street losses after Federal Reserve Jerome Powell indicated increases in interest rates must be faster to fight inflation, and bond yields end their rally this morning. Elon Musk says he's lined up $46.5 billion in financing to buy Twitter, and he's trying to negotiate an agreement with the company, but in an SE filing, Musk also said he was considering taking his offer straight to Twitter shareholders. And hey, Russia, this bud's for you. Anheuser-Busch InBev SA, the world's biggest brewer, is pulling out of Russia, exit a key beer market as Moscow's invasion of Ukraine drags on, and multinational companies weigh their options. It'll sell its stick in its large Russian beer joint venture, booking a $1.1 billion arch. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Sanji Ingrasso, invested in you. 
Okay, guys, we gotta put our trays up for takeoff. Where's Dad? In the back. We could only get threes together. Daddy has my pillow. We'll get it later. Can you not put your feet up, please? Why aren't we going? <sighs> we must be in line for takeoff. Like security? Well, that was a different line. I have to go. We just sat down. But I have to go. The seatbelt sign's on. Why aren't we moving? Hey, no king. We're just fifth line for takeoff. Son of a... Don't go on a real vacation. Go RVing. LearnMore.com. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net.